Good morning, everybody. It's 8.48. It is Friday. We're so excited. We're going to have an awesome show today. We've been having an amazing week. Everything has been great. Let us know in the comments what you have going on today, what you have planned this weekend. The weather's been a little bit all over the place, but it's still going to be a good weekend, a great opportunity to hang out with the family and get into some really cool stuff in Galveston County, Harris County, surrounding area. Yeah, I'm super excited about today's show. We have a lot going on. Um, Guardy and I are running on a few hours of sleep, but I feel like we can get through this show and then take a nap. All in favor, raise their hand. I don't want a nap. I, I got no time for sleep. No time for sleep. Hey, shout out to Nate Laws hooking me up with this shirt. I saw you Warriors last night, and I wanted to put mine on. Shout out to Mr. 409, which right now we're working on a video with the city of Lamarck. Yes. And Nate Laws is from Lamarck. So I wanted to put this shirt on today. Kind of is my tip of the hat being being from here and, and being raised here. Shout out to Lamarck and, and Nate Laws, especially for, for hooking it up with this shirt. Yeah, we're super excited about that video. It is going to be dropping on Monday. You know, all prayer to that. Um, yeah, I'm super excited about it. We've interviewed a bunch of people from the city of Lamarck and talked to all sorts of kinds of people. And they're in the video and featured in. We're super excited to drop this video. Yeah, so we got eight seconds. We're going to go on the FM right now. We have our first guest. They're already here, so they're going to be coming in at 9 o'clock. Here we go. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Guardy. And I'm Kurt. It is 8.50 Friday morning. Yes. We're right to be on till 11. We have some amazing guests lined up. Go to their social media and go buy some tickets and go support a KHEA radio artist doing some big things in the community playing in Houston tonight. Yeah, I'm super excited about that opportunity. Warehouse Live, obviously, we can't make it there, so we wanted to send someone in our place. Maybe you could get some video. Maybe you can get some pictures and say shout-out to Roland. Yeah, take some video of the pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? That's what we're doing right now. (laughs) Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff going on. Again, let us know. We've been talking to uh, some local attractions, some local places like Moody Gardens. There's a ton of stuff to do. There's the the water park in Texas City. There's a lot of local places in Lamarck that whenever I think of summer, I think of Snow King. That's why we've been going to Snow King a lot. I've had a lot of Snow King this week. Here's here's the best part. You bring up Moody Garden for that show. Yeah. If you haven't been to Moody Gardens yet, you need to go check them out. And if you are looking for an opportunity to win some free tickets, hey, next week during our show, tune in because that is whenever you have the opportunity to win some. I think that my my family is going to Galveston today to the Children's Museum. Why? Because it's a great opportunity to learn. It's a great opportunity to have some fun and uh, get interactive, get out and about. And I think it's going to be a nice day, and Galveston is a great opportunity to just view, like, the beautiful weather, the water. It's a different vibe down there. Things move a little bit differently. Yeah, it's uh, for, for going down to the Children's Museum, that would be a lot of fun because I'm sure they're going to do stuff with water and sand and maybe building some sand castles. I've never been maybe. to the Children's Museum in Galveston. I've been to Children's Museums. Yeah. Usually it's like toys, but I feel like in Galveston it's a little different. So it is different. The Children's Museum in Houston is... Is is awesome. I've been there before, and I've been to the Children's Museum in Galveston. But I like that we have our own, and they didn't try and copy what they did in Houston. It's interactive. Um, you can you can dress up. You can play with some of the other kids. There's a lot of high tech stuff there as well. So if you are going to the Children's Museum and you see my family, tell them I said hi. <laughs> tell them I said hi, and I said what's up. That uh, you know, 
maybe I'll I'll sneak down there <laughs> if I had some time. So last night we were up here at the at the church working on a video for the city of Lamarck. We kind of touched on it a little bit while we were on our Facebook page, but we're working on a, uh, a video. It's called "This Is Lamarck," and it features some of the cool stuff that's taking place in the city of Lamarck. And uh, we have a deadline this Monday. And I woke up this morning. I don't know if it's from the video or if it's from what we've been eating because we've been chugging a lot. I've, at least I have been. I've been chugging a lot of energy drinks. But there's bit. like something on the top of my mouth. <laughs> this is where you want to take this. I do. Kurt. And it, Kurt, it feels kind come of out. Like, like a cold sore no. or something. Dude, you got to start brushing your teeth, man. I do brush my teeth. At night and in the morning. But at, this isn't on my teeth. At least two times a day. Uh, there's like It's like you burnt your mouth or something. Yeah. You know that feeling? Yeah, I woke I up with it and it's like the worst thing in the world. You probably ate something hot. So here's my favorite part of yesterday. So we went to the Lamarck Police Department and we were getting some footage. And I mentioned this on our Instagram live. So if you follow us on Instagram, then you've seen this. And I, I contemplated deleting the footage. And Kurt was like, leave it. It was funny. And I was like, yeah, but it's just, I don't know. Like, we've never posted anything like that before. If you're not following us on Instagram, go to KHEA Radio. That's our Instagram handle, and then let me know if I should delete it or not, if I should be worried. There's no. two There's two lives. One was in the morning, and you can see, like, our personality and everything, like, how we are excited. And then one is at night, you know, like, 14 hours later. And I went back and watched it this morning, and I was like, why would I post this? Why am I acting this way? <laughs> Somebody was commenting, like, you're delusional. Are you, like, tired? Like, what's going on? Anyway, somebody it was brought up that that was the delusional video, and I was like, delusional video. Like, I was thinking of like some band that you like shared out their video or Delirious. something on, on our Facebook. And I, was, I was like, what? But that what it was yeah, it was it was interesting. Yeah, Ghost Hunters K H E A radio style. So in that video, I bring up a point. So we were at the police station. Yes, and we were there for a long time because we were waiting for all of the officers on duty that were getting off. To come and be in our video and all of the officers that are coming in to take over the night shift. <laughs> so we're sitting at the table. There's a cake that's like has like two bites left, <laughs> which it was. I, I've never been. I felt like I was on the beat. You know, I was a little concerned. Like I was on a police show. I've never. I told you this last night. I've never been handcuffed before in my life. And there was a lot of handcuffs in the Lamarck Police Department was, at that yeah. time. And I, I was just like one of these people. I'm going to say something wrong. You were talking a lot. I was talking a Maybe lot. Maybe a little bit too much. <laughs> too much. Yeah. They were so, like, this is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> you heard, you felt that? Yes. At one point? Yeah, because I, like, I was like, just be quiet. I was like, bring it down. I hate the quiet. Back up. Bring it back. So I was asking the people, I was like, hey, I have a question. Uh, you know, since we're all police officers here, you know, besides, <laughs> besides Kurt, of course, um, Let's say somebody was driving like a Jeep 2010 Compass. 2010 Jeep Compass. You even said the make and model. I said, there's, and they're in the parking lot and their registration stickers out. Is anybody here like qualified to maybe write them a ticket or anything? <laughs> like, who would be responsible for that? I was so scared. At one point during the video, we had to move my vehicle. I was so scared because you can't, <laughs> no, get, they a, gotcha. you can't get a ticket <laughs> unless your key is like, I've heard. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. If your keys in, so whenever you get pulled over, like take your keys out of the car, and then you're like, I wasn't you driving. Me, you can't give me a ticket. I wasn't. Anyways, driving. besides the point, I was concerned. Yeah, you did move your car. I was like, here it is. Or like we start driving away, and they're like, doot doot, you know, and pull us over. I'm like, oh, we yeah. just got done filming you, and now you're gonna pull me over. Yeah, and, and one of the officers was like, wait, what? What make and model is it? What you know? What color is? And I was like, I'm oh, just wondering. You know, I, I don't know what the rules are. 
on registration stickers. <laughs> I know I rode in one that was expired on the way up to this <laughs> to this police station here in Lamar. That's all aren't, I know. Aren't car registrations just like a recommendation by the city? <laughs> no, by the state of Texas, it's the law. <laughs> it's just it's a law, reco- man. It's a it's a recommend. No, I've actually got a warning for like a week I ago. I haven't had time to update it. You got to make time, Kurt. I know you do. Anyway, the other thing that was really funny from the police station that we didn't talk about yet mm-hmm. was they they hold people at the at the jail. That's Remember? not funny. Yes, I knew that. Most people know that they have like jail cells. Yeah, but I didn't realize that they hold people there. And so there was apparently people there. And I said, "Hey, do you want to be a good cop and bad cop situation?" See, I'll that go part back wasn't there. that part wasn't funny. Really? I, no, you. Oh, were, I was man. just like, Kurt, be quiet. Sometimes I need but a I shot caller. But I wanted to be good cop, bad cop. Like, I've, haven't you always wanted to be no. that? Like, you walk into the interrogation room and you flip the table over, and you're like, "You're gonna tell me the truth." We also figured out. That you don't have what it takes to be a, pol- a police officer. No, sir. I said, look at this guy, because okay, you look okay. You look tired, <clears throat> and you were pretty sweaty. But you know, sometimes whenever you wear a black shirt and the sweat dries, and you're just like covered in like, <laughs> <It's> like whiteness. <laughs> looks like over- someone took flour oh, and just gosh. dumped it on you. And I said, <laughs> I said, we're not really used to being outside. I was like, look at this guy. You think he has what it takes to be a cop? After you're like, I could be a good cop, bad cop, you know. And I was like, the table over. And one of the officers looked over and said, I think he just called you soft. And you were like, uh. <laughs> you're just like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That, that was the Guardy Kurt scenario. <laughs> like, I don't think they know us enough to know that that's how we are in, in general. I don't know. It's 8.59. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We're going to have our first guest in studio. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. Stay tuned. We're going to keep it going on Facebook. Talking about everything that you want to hear. Letting you know what you don't know and what you need to know. This is Kickstart. We're going to be on until 11 a.m. This is KHEARadio.com. Go download the KHEA Radio app. Just search KHEA. What's up, guys? Coach. Maybe we can ask her about car registration. Well, she said, okay, yeah, we can. Because, remember, her, one of the police officers said, hey, my mother-in-law my is, is scheduled to come in with you guys tomorrow. He said, I'm going to be watching. It's my day off. So, that's, um, it's, uh. I believe his, his first name was Calvin. I met your son-in-law last night. Uh oh, he can tell us the truth, the vibe. So yeah, one of the the officers. Did you want to come in? One of the officers. Uh, has a connection. He's related to our guest right now. Hi. Right here. Yes. Okay. So what is it's officer? Is Calvin? What was his last name? Okay, it's it's Calvin Harp. Harp. Officer Harp. Officer Harp. Is my son-in-law. Yeah. Did, awesome. He wasn't there when we talked about his last name, right? Like, or you can adjust you, it wherever you want. None of the other officers said anything about it, right? No. Officer Harp. <sighs> okay, good. Because he heard, heard the, the name and said, hey, we're waiting for, there's about two or three officers because uh, the people who were on shift we're about to be off, so they were going to be there, and then the people who were coming in to take over, so there was going to be a lot of officers there for our video, and we were waiting for him to come in because he was out, you know, working. <laughs> he was doing, he was on a call, you know, doing stuff. Right. And um, Kurt, I'll let you go. I'll let you take this over because I don't know how well, to say it. Well, I think there were some confusion about who was interviewing with us or who was showing up and I, I was like oh yeah when is she gonna arrive because he just heard heart but for some reason he thought it was uh you know a female officer and i was like this is the moment <laughs> this is the moment i get arrested yeah just for making <laughs> assumptions and and yeah so 
That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, we're really proud of him. It's so neat that he's in this line of work and so involved with the community. He loves Lamarck. Mm -hmm. How long has he been officer? So I want to, you know, I'm going to mess this up, I'm sure. (laughs) I think he's been with Lamarck for a couple of years. Two years? We'll go with two years. Two years? Yeah, maybe maybe just under. But, um... Cool. I should know that as his mother-in-law. <laughs> How long has uh, has has he been married to your daughter? Okay, so that's a that's a funny story. They have been married since 2008, I believe. I think it's 11 years. Awesome. Um. Yeah. That. I don't know. You want a story? Like, how long do you want to hang out? That's a that's a fun one. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so one thing I do want to mention. So one of our our friends and partners here at the radio, Butler's Courtyard. They're doing a anniversary gala for people who have been married for over 10 years because it's a huge accomplishment. So only people who have been married for over 10 years are invited. It's taking place, I think, in, in July. But um, I've been married for five years, so I don't qualify. So I'm a little jealous of the people that are already there, but I have to earn it. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. But you got some good momentum behind you because you've been married for five years. I just celebrated 35. That's amazing. Yeah. How do you stay How do you stay married for 35 oh, years? Oh, my gosh. You know, people ask that, and I don't have a good answer other than just sheer grit and commitment. I feel like you it's just learning gotta to dig in and mm-hmm. not let go. I feel like it's compromise. For me, what I've learned so far is is learning to say, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Those are like two of the, the things that have gotten, you know, done the most work in a short amount of time of five years. Just saying like, you know what, I'm I'm sorry. Absolutely. And not trying to be like you know facetious or like mean about it or anything just be like okay i'm sorry you know like let's let's move on you know like i love you yeah yeah and you know it's interesting that you talk about that because that's that's a real apology that's vulnerability right there Mm -hmm. that's not the the fake one that a lot of people throw out yeah i'm real sorry about that right you know i get that from this guy a lot (laughs) it's bad it's bad (laughs) so is it tamra is that your yeah i go by tammy um People call me Tamara, and that's the day <laughs> after today. That is not my name. Yeah. There's so much confusion. Tamara, Tamara. So how do you pronounce it for real, though? Tamara. Tamara. Okay. Yeah, like it's spelled. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, I saw someone say uh, Aunt, Aunt Tammy, Christina Castillo. Good morning to you. This is that your? Uh... Oh, I love that. Yes, that is my niece. She is awesome uh-huh. so that's so nice to hear from her yeah hey let us know if you uh, if you know tammy maybe you are related to tammy like christina feel free to share this video out maybe you have some questions we're gonna be talking about life coaching i feel like we could use some life coaching in this room definitely in this area i yeah why are you looking at me <laughs> you I mean pointed, did, the camera saw you point i was he i meant to point at the camera at oh you. okay <laughs> It was not even close to being like a generic Just statement. Just over here. I mean, not Ethan. Ethan is, he's 17. I feel like he has a good head on his shoulders, uh, a great start in life and doing cool things. Obviously, being in here is is one of them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I got to talk to Ethan a little bit out there about all he does. Was, were were really you giving him advice already? Like, okay, you need to do this and this and this. Like, is is it, or does he need a session first? <laughs> I'm not sure if he needs a session. He seems like he's got it pretty good together. He does. Um, no, you know, coaches don't necessarily give advice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your friends give advice, um, but that's not really my job to to give advice. So, how would you how would you describe 
your job and what what you offer and do yeah so um well specifically i work with women who are dealing with perfectionism people pleasing hustling for worthiness um helping them kind of push through that um i come from a background of that and lived a life of just being paralyzed by fear because i thought i had to be so perfect Mm -hmm. and i kept the world kind of at bay because of that and um I don't know. I mean, how much do we want to get into my story right now? Am I jumping like we, no too deep? deep? But we got forty seconds, so not too deep. Okay, but okay. we'll get in there. Yeah. So, so I work with that. that that's my niche. That's who I work with. Um, and we can talk a little later about how I got into that. But that, those are the people that I work with. Um, and I ask empowering questions, help them find the solutions that they're looking for. We dive deep into limiting beliefs, blocks, things that are getting in their way, what might be keeping them back from what they want. Mm-hmm. So we got 10 seconds now, and we're going to go introduce you on the FM as well, uh, as long with our, our Facebook stream. So share this out, Facebook. Here we go. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. It is 9.07 on Friday morning, and we have a very special guest in studio. This is cool. We're going to be talking about life coaching, and we're going to be talking with Tammy. How are you doing today? I'm amazing. I'm so grateful to be here. On the way here, I was a little bit scared, and I thought, oh, that, what, what am I doing? Why should I be doing this? And um, all of a sudden, I just started remembering this is a great experience, mm-hmm. and I know that gratitude is something that has gotten me far in life, so started remembering that I need to be grateful for this experience. Yeah. This is awesome. Well, I can coach you through some of it. <laughs> I love that. Is that okay? That's, yes, coach the coach. <laughs> can we can we trade back and forth a little bit? Like, yeah. you coach me, I coach you. It, you know, it works that way? I, absolutely. Absolutely. So one of I the, love that. Like, when I think of a coach, there's there's two kinds of coaches. You know, there's the football coach that's like, what are you doing? Come on, come on. And then there's, like, the football coach who's like the – They'll call him a player's coach or a basketball coach that's like, all right, guys, you know, you're doing great. We can do this. There's a couple ways to go go about it, you know, and I'm not sure whenever you, like whenever you started like life coaching, is that the appropriate term? Yes, there's there's a lot of different kind of coaches. There's executive coaches. Um, there's, you know, relationship coaching. Um, but what I do is life coaching. So what kind of approach do you take? Do you have a style as a as a coach? Yeah. So I definitely do have my own unique style. Um, I'm an empath, so I definitely have a lot of empathy for my clients. Um, I like to challenge them, but ask them how they want to be challenged. So I think it's really important to honor the client's wants, wishes, desires. And as we call it in coaching, we let the client set the agenda. Mm -hmm. So I find out from them what they want, how they want to be challenged, how they want to be held accountable. Um, and try to honor that. Um, I do a lot of discovery work at first to make sure that it's a good fit. Like background about them? Background, we have a conversation about where they've been in life, what they've done, have they worked with a therapist before, they worked with a coach before, what are they looking for? Um, what kind, what style of coaching? Do they want to be pressed? Do they want someone who's going to take it gently with them? Um, so that's kind of all in a complimentary first session that we do yeah um i wouldn't recommend anybody working with a coach that doesn't have that type of a discovery session that's how, really necessary how does uh therapy and life coaching differ yeah i knew you'd ask this i, I knew it <laughs> i gotta adjust my chair here okay 
So there, I'm going to give you the standard answer that I've heard a lot of coaches give, which is therapist work in the past. They deep dive into those past issues that maybe are causing a client some problems. They diagnose mental illness and they kind of stay there. And then coaches work from where we're at now to where we want to be. So we take someone who maybe not necessarily dealing with a mental illness but needs to move forward they feel stuck but you still get that information like you mentioned discovery so you'll look at the past but not necessarily deal with the the emotions but find out what's going on in the past but focus on going to the future yeah well that's why i said that's the standard answer like that's what i i hear a lot of coaches saying i think the lines are a little bit more blurred than that so i've worked with some great therapists that didn't keep me in the past and um, we worked on some things that I needed to work on in the present and move forward and um, used a lot of the same tools that I use as a coach. Um, and yeah, coaches do look at the past. We, we have to kind of take a peek to see, all right, so why are you thinking this way? Yeah. What's holding you back? What's that limiting belief? What's getting in the way of what you want right now? Yeah. And a lot of times that comes from something that happened a while ago. You know, therapy, the term and Maybe the practice has been around since I can remember, and there's been a stigma in the past about it, like, oh, you need to, like, what? You have to go talk to someone? You know, what does that mean? And I, I feel like here lately there's been a lot of, of work done in our society to kind of break that stigma. So if you need to talk to someone, please go talk to someone. You know, don't, you know, reach out. Don't hold it in. Sometimes uh, as a guy, there's been, like, you know, don't cry. Like, and, and there's been a lot more work on that as well. Did you know what? I, used, I did a speech about mental health stigma um, and, in college. I had some. I had a bunch of people who were like, uh, "There is no s- mental health stigma. There is no stigma." Like a bunch of judges, like you don't do a good enough job showing that there's a stigma. There's no stigma of mental health, and I'm like, "What are you, are you living under a rock?" Yeah, there's a lot of stigma around mental health. Um, I some of my backstory. I suffered from crippling depression and anxiety and paralyzing fear for a good chunk of my life. And um, I never wanted to tell anybody I was reaching out for help. I didn't reach out for help for a long time because of that stigma. So I would definitely say there's still a stigma around it. Is there a stigma with life coaching? I think it lessens it a little bit. It, you know, it packages it in a little neater bow. It makes it seem less threatening, if you will. Um, I think it's cooler to say, I've got a life coach. Yeah. Then I'm going to see my shrink. Right. So, you know. How long has life coaching been around? Gosh, that it, that's a good question. I'm I, I'm not I'm not sure about that. I know it's still in its infancy, to be honest right. with you. Um it's not heavily red regulated. So Is anybody, that good or bad? that's you know, it's not a good thing. Right. Um there is a lot of work happening behind the scenes moving towards better regulation mm-hmm. um, the international coaching federation is kind of emerging as what i would consider to be the gold standard um as far as coaching is concerned and it's really important to me um when i decided to get into it to research a program that was solid right um so i found one that was um accredited by the International Coaching Federation, and it's called IPEC. It's the International Professional Excellence in Coaching. I always stumble all over that. Yeah. (laughs) But great program, very intensive, 
um, takes about a year to complete, 300 hours of training. Um, so, yeah, it, it was important to me to really leg- be a legit coach, not yeah. just someone who called myself that. Okay. You know, you were you were mentioning before we went on the FM and we were talking to our Facebook audience just on our KHEA Radio Facebook page about you specialize. You know, there's a, a certain area of people where you really, really can help and, and, and allow them to thrive. Can you describe who that is, who that person is? <laughs> well, that person is me. I'm my ideal client, to be honest with you. Um, so my story is that I was raised in a bit of chaos. I had an alcoholic father. I had a crazy mom who was abusive. Um, and I learned to cope with that through perfectionism. I thought I could control the chaos in my life by being perfect. If I was just made straight A's and was a good little girl, I wouldn't rock the boat at home. And, you know, this cycle of chaos would just stop somehow. And of course that didn't work, but I carried that mentality into adulthood with Mm. me. And what Mm. I got was isolation because when you're trying to be perfect and you're hustling for your approval and your worthiness from other people and that being perfect, you you have to take a step back. You can't let people get too close because if they get too close, they're going to see you for who you really are. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a lot of connection in my life. I didn't have a whole lot of friends, and I always felt so lonely. I would go to church and felt like I didn't fit in there, which, I mean, you know, the whole idea of being a part of church and family and belonging to the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I still couldn't get past it. So, uh, I guess, where did I, did I get, I don't know, did I get off topic? I tend to no. do that no, a little y- bit. No, you help people with those situations. Yeah, so, so, so as I was growing through this, I started doing self-work, and I started thinking about coaching, and I went to some therapy, and I started working with some coaches, some amazing coaches, and um, I realized that I wanted to help other women who were suffering from what I suffered from. Um, I didn't want these women to be paralyzed by that fear of not being perfect and holding back in their life and not playing all in. Um, I had a aha moment. I think Oprah uses that term. I'm not sure, but anyway, (laughs) trying to give credit where credit's due. (laughs) Not too long ago that even with the coaching practice and going through this, um, phenomenal experience that I've had the opportunity to do, I was still holding back a little bit. I wasn't getting on Facebook. I have an Instagram account that hasn't even been set up yet. I was playing it safe with one foot in my closet and the other foot kind of dabbling in this game and realized, all right, you got to start doing what you're, what you're helping other women do. And that's get both feet in my tagline on my logo, stand in your own shoes you got to stand up in your shoes, not somebody else's. Don't hide behind anybody else. I like that. Yeah. Where'd you? How did you come up with that? You know, standing in your own shoes? Yeah. So um, I had been toying around for a long time to come up with something that really represented me. Um, and, you know, we've all heard about put your big girl pants on, um, do your own thing. And I just kept reflecting back on these labels that I wore and I hid behind. I was Jennifer and Brittany and Tad and Noah's mom. I was Jeff's wife. I was, you name it, 
but I wasn't Tammy, and I didn't really know who she was. But the one thing I did know is I love shoes. <laughs> Me too, actually. <excellent. laughs> I really love shoes. I, I feel you too on that too because I feel like I'm, you know, Gardy's Kurt. Yeah, yeah, you know, right, like right. You're the Kurt to his Guardy. Yeah, it's kickstart with Guardy and Kurt instead R- of like kickstart with Kurt. Right, right. You know, yeah. You would take me out if you could. I know. Uh, wait, what? what? <laughs> would just, no. You would just remove me from the equation. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I'd keep you in your position, but we would just call it kickstart with Kurt. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. hurts my feelings. <laughs> so, so, um, so I love shoes. I love to wear a really pretty pair i wore flats today because i didn't know what how it would be standing up or not but um i love shoes and i decided that's what it was i was going to stand in my own shoes i'd been hmm. standing in other people's shoes um standing behind other people for a really long time and it was time for me to stand up tall in my own pair of shoes mm-hmm. so that's where that came from you know what you being a life coach you mentioned there's something like an executive coach is that more like career decisions and work moves and do you also touch on that yeah so a little bit of a different things yes career moves transitions things like that that is definitely something that um i do deal with because what happens is these things um of feelings of inadequacy and perfectionism and not feeling worthy they come up when those life transitions happen Mm -hmm. so you know they raise their ugly head when divorce happens uh crisis of changing a career my birth into life coaching came after my mother had passed away i was in a job that i was miserable in and i knew something had to give and that's where that was born out of so yeah it definitely does these things emerge are you from this area yeah i am i grew up in nassau bay right across from Mm -hmm. the space center my dad actually designed um rockets for the apollo gemini wow i don't know so he's a rocket scientist kind of is that weird or what that's awesome and and i knew he was an engineer growing up (laughs) but he never really talked much about what he did and so and he he was GE contracting to NASA, and so I thought he made toasters for a living. <laughs> You'd see something with GE on it, like, oh yeah, Dad's making toasters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For the break that's, room at NASA. That's, that's what I thought. <laughs> that is kind what of. I thought. Yeah. He's building toasters into the rockets at NASA, maybe. Yeah. Like, he was, in the design, he's like, of course, they need toast in space. Oh, uh, yeah, the toaster strudels, you can't go to space without those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and you're sprinkling the little cream. Our area is so cool. <clears throat> We're very fortunate to be to be here, and we have a little bit of everything. And yeah, it, it's awesome. I, I agree. I would I wouldn't choose to live anywhere else. We lived. My husband and I lived in Dallas for a couple of years when we were um, married early on, and I could not wait to get back here. Hey, here's a question. This is from Sarah. She said, "Can you follow me around and smack uh, bad food out of my hands?" Just kidding. That would be dangerous. But is that something that you can do? Like, if people are like, "Hey, I, I, I'm trying to do this," you can kind of point them in the, in the right direction. Yeah. So that's another really great story as well. I've lost 40 pounds in the last year. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, through working with a great coach. Mm-hmm. She's not only my coach; she's my friend. But um, yeah, that was something that was really important to me. I wanted to do. I knew it was not healthy carrying around this extra weight. And I wanted to change that and um, started coaching with her and the ball got rolling and it's just, it's been great. Where did you find the motivation to do that? Because you have to almost like find motivation from from different things. I I would say it's tough. Yeah. 
One of the things I love to say is, you know, I'm going to lend you some courage, right? Mm. She had to lend me some courage to start. I needed that. And I needed a kick in the pants, too. Um, And accountability. I needed somebody to say, okay, next week when we meet, I want to know. Did you go to that Weight Watchers meeting? Did you make it? Um, We would have things like, okay, so what meeting are you going to go to? Mm. Thursday at 9 a.m. Wow. She'd say, what's your backup plan? You need a backup plan. What happens if you don't make that one? So it's accountability. So I would have three backup plans in wow. place. I knew I was not going to be able to turn around the next week and say, yeah, I didn't make it to my meeting. Yeah. On, on Monday, I'm starting a six-week challenge at the Iron Den, but that's one of the things that I've seen different from what they offer. It's a gym in Lake City than other places. Part of it is the accountability. There's somebody, their job is strictly to communicate with you during this challenge to talk to you every day check in hey what'd you eat how's it going what can i do to help you when are you coming in oh my gosh i would hate that <laughs> like block the number i be like stop calling me <laughs> i'm like i'm at home eating cheese leave me alone <laughs> but i'm that, terrible about but that. they found out that's one of the main reasons people fail because they don't have somebody to talk to 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 help them get pointed in that right direction it's almost it's like they are a, a gym coach a gym life coach yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely and you know another thing i discovered is that i'm an emotional leader so we discovered that through talking about thoughts and feelings and behaviors (laughs) around what i was eating when Mm -hmm. i was eating so you know that was some big discovery as well too i'm a big emotional eater like when i'm feeling bad i want to go and get cheese well sometimes i've noticed noticed that i noticed that but i'm just like are you eating I, sometimes, and I'm guilty as well, if you're working or doing something, you're just eating to eat. It's yeah. almost like I'm not hungry. Like, I'm just eating to eat because, and I'm trying to eat it as fast as possible. Yesterday. Like, for what reason? Yeah. You yes. were shoving the bag of, like, off-brand Cheetos. And I was like, her, slow down. Jeez, like, pasta. They're not going anywhere. Like, you can just eat them. But it was almost like a, we were driving on a deadline and, and just moving. And it's just a thing that I noticed. Yeah. I I mean, listen, I've done a lot of work around this and I've lost the 40 pounds, but I still have to have a day where um, I think it was Tuesday of this week. I had had I'd had enough of the week already and it was only Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And I reached out to a girlfriend and I said, I've got a bag of Lay's potato chips in the pantry and they are going down today. (laughs) But the difference now is I don't stay there. I don't eat the next bag or, you know, the next day. I don't continue that behavior. Um, I get back on program. And I think that's kind of the same thing with the life coaching and working on things like perfectionism and anxiety Mm -hmm. and depression. It's not like we don't get there. I still have those days where it's like, oh, life is overwhelming today. But you don't stay there anymore. There's Mm -hmm. a way not to get stuck. This might sound facetious, but I'm not being facetious when I say this. But I feel like I just want to open up about all my problems right now. Like, just be like let it all out like i just i'm holding back the urge to be like is that okay uh, yeah it's okay that's that's you know listen this is what coaches are supposed to do you create right. that sp- safe space the environment where it's okay Curtis, it's just now, us okay but now it's Gardy, just us in the room Gardy man. just ruined it i don't want i don't feel safe anymore <laughs> can we remove Gardy from the room and then let's have you know a, a i can literally go out there and listen on the radio <laughs> Nobody's here, Kurt. It's just us in this room. You know, do you want Ethan to leave? Would that make you feel better? If I feel wants- like two hours, three hours of sleep, Kurt, is not a good thing to be talking to a life coach about. <laughs>
Like I did hear you guys didn't get much sleep last night. We were here until two two o'clock last night. We were rocking around the church doing Instagram lives. Don't go, don't go follow our Instagram. Don't go look. Oh, I'm doing it now. (laughs) Don't bait me with that. It was literally like. Well, I'm contemplating deleting it, and that's probably a decision that I need to talk to you about because there was some borderline stuff in there, and I was like, I look like I'm loopy, like out of it. First of all. Because we don't let that side show. Everybody has it. You're exhausted, right? Right. And then some of the things I said, I was like, I probably shouldn't have said that. I probably shouldn't have said that either. I probably shouldn't have said the whole video. And Ethan was like, I only watched the first five minutes. I was like, how did long you, were we live? Did you see the comment that I wanted Dr. Pepperoni? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I didn't. But that was after, you know, 18 hours of work. <laughs> But so was that like a cross between a pepperoni and a Dr. Pepper? Or? I guess. I don't know. I, it, it definitely came out, I want a Dr. <laughs> pepperoni, and I commented that on the Instagram live. Sarah from Prepping Sister said I caught some of it. I dot, saw her on There's there. like dot, 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 and I'm like, ooh. All right. So right now it's 926. This is com 99.5 FM. Maybe you're listening from the KHEA radio app. If not, you can download it and listen from anywhere. We we are on the same page today. Like go get this the is, app. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, toss it to me. I'm going to tell people to go download the app. Go get the app. Oh, <laughs> you yes. already have the app. Hey, we got some coupons that are dropping this week. Uh, one is to the Texas Pit Stop Barbecue. You in will get 20% off every purchase that you walk in. You can literally walk in every day. Show that you have the KHEA app. Show that coupon and get 20% off from Texas Pit Stop Barbecue. That's awesome. Yep. Hit us up. If you have an idea, like maybe you want to partner with us and offer your customers something from our app, let us know. But right now we're talking to Tammy. She's a life coach, local, helping some people um, you know, make, make decisions, make moves, and, and uh, figure out you know, where to go in life and how to get started. Because I would say getting started with anything is the hardest part, whether that's business an idea school yeah absolutely um it's taking that plunge i went back to college at 36 so and you know i was filled with oh can i do this am i too old you know but um i'm my husband he's my biggest cheerleader telling me you can do this you've got this yeah there's nothing you can't do sometimes we need that how do you build that support system because not everybody's it has that. I yeah. Would say. No. Not no. There. That. That's. That's why I got into coaching. Not everybody does have that support system, and it's really difficult to build that support system when you're kind of shut off from the rest of the world and you're not yeah. playing all in because you can't make those connections and real connections. Not you know we got the acquaintances and the friends that we kind of talk to a little bit, but those people that you can let really see who you are and let them in, yeah. you need that. I've seen a meme floating around on the internet, and it said some of your biggest supporters are people that you probably don't even know or talk to, but then some of the, the haters that you have, maybe some of the closest people in your life. You know, do you know, Is it important to cut those people out and that negativity? <clears throat> yeah, I definitely think it's... Wh- You're trying to cut me out of Kurt, your life. Kurt, Kurt, Kurt's definitely <laughs> giving me a look over here. I, I don't know. Hater! <laughs> We're, we're we're coming up with some stuff between you two today, I see. So, you know, what it comes down to is boundaries. You've got to set the boundaries. And some people are not allowed to come past my moat. And I let others in with the drawbridge, right? Right. But, yeah, you've got to have those boundaries. And the people that are going to be negative in your life and not be supportive of what you're doing, they don't deserve my time right and my energy and definitely not my vulnerability i'm not gonna let them know yeah 
my fears, my struggles. You know, setting boundaries whenever you first meet someone and then, you know, figuring it out is easy. But like, let's say you've known somebody 10, 15, you know, even a year. How do you reset those boundaries that have already been there and be like, hey, I'm, you know, we need to reevaluate this situation or relationship, friendship, whatever it is. I think it's about having the courage to have that hard conversation. Um, A lot of people are afraid to maybe sit down and have that conversation. So they just let it fester and they Mm -hmm. let it keep happening. Um, But you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't do that. Um, So, yeah, it's about having a hard conversation. Yeah. And nobody really likes hard things in, in life. And I guess having somebody be like, hey, it needs to happen or like that motivation is is what it takes sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I'm a big I don't know if you guys have heard of Brene Brown, but I'm a big Brene Brown fan. Um, And that's one of the things she talks about is, you know, leaning into those difficult times and having the courage um, to stand up and be in the arena. Um, And I think that that's part of having those hard conversations. Yeah. There's only been a couple times in my life where I just had to almost cut someone off just out of my life because every time that we would talk, it was either about someone else or I would pour out something that I that was personal in my life. And then next thing I know, other people, you know, we're, yeah. we're talking about it. And so that was tough, you know, for me. Well, yeah, that, that broke your trust. And it's that's a difficult thing to recover from. Yeah. That's that's not something that you just get up and dust yourself off and move on from when someone breaks your trust like that. You know, and, and I'm sure, you know, it's easy to see, like if I like paint myself, oh, I was a victim there. But I'm sure I've done that to other people as well. And coming to that realization to try and be a better person isn't always the easiest thing. What should somebody do if they realize, hey, I've, I've been that person. How can, what do I need to do to yeah. repair that or just back away and give them space? I think it's about taking accountability. You've got to accept the fact that, yes, I did this and tell that person I did it. Admit it and say, I'm sorry. And, you know, like we were talking earlier about that genuine apology. It's got to come from the heart. It's got to be a genuine apology. And you've got to understand that once you've done that, when when you're the perpetrator, it's going to take some time to rebuild that trust. Just because you admitted it, said you're sorry, they're not going to just let you back in right away right you've got to rebuild it it's going to be a process darty from the bottom of my heart (laughs) i'm not sorry i'll say from my tiny little heart from the bottom of my little it's like the size of a of a of a grape maybe even a raisin (laughs) it's like shriveled yeah (laughs) i do have a question for you because you know you you said we met you actually at the art of coffee in Kima. so you we did you kind of service that area right being um, from Nassau Bay as well, I mean, that's pretty close as well. Close. Yeah, I live in Pearland. Mm. So, so I'm kind of, you know. One of the things with, like, Kima I think about is people on yachts and, and boats and boat shoes and living, like, an easy lifestyle in, in a sort of way. Um, but can that lead to some, you know, issues where maybe you might need to talk to a life coach on, you know, that you're just dealing with something, like, maybe, like, some... I don't know. I, I'm thinking like it's easier living in Kima, having that kind of lifestyle. Than, Trying to be perfect, maybe? I guess. I, I don't know. I know keep, keeping up with like expectations and real like, oh, my neighbor got this. You know, like, what do I need? You know, and just yeah. trying to be the perfect person. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, to that point, we live in an area where it's pretty affluent. There's a lot of, there's a lot of money around here. And there is a lot of... 
Putting I don't. It hurt, hurt. I don't have any. Guardy <laughs> won't give me a raise. Well, I've been wanting that next big yacht, but he won't let me have one. Yeah, no, but there's a lot of pressure to keep up with whatever your neighbors are doing and have the the big house or the pool or the new car. And I do think that people get caught up into feeling that pressure. Um, and I think that you know some some people don't care. They love it. But I think that those who are really to, looking to live authentically don't want to participate in that game. They want out. Yeah, here's a comment. Things aren't mm-hmm. always how they look. I think with the rise of social media, which we are using as a tool right now, and we we love Facebook, but sometimes it can be a negative thing. There's a lot of negativity in the world, and sometimes people are trying to keep up that perfect lifestyle, and that can kind of, uh, you know, hey, my neighbor, they're on vacation I need to go on vacation. Yeah. You know, and I, I need to be perfect, and I'm trying to keep up, and, and I'm holding myself to somebody else's, which is, it's fake. It's It may not even be real life, you know? Right. Exactly. And unfortunately, a lot of people do that. Um, and, you know, I don't know. What do you post to Facebook? Like, just the pretty stuff? Like, right. How vulnerable do you get on social media? That's a That's a question I've been pondering for a while. I don't know that it's necessarily the place to be super vulnerable, so... We are set up in such a way that we have the – we control what we put on Facebook yeah. or Instagram. And we, we kind of hide behind that a little bit. But that might be necessary. I don't know how appropriate it is to get real, I, real. I've been really debating about, you know, posting the newest picture of my yacht on <laughs> on there. Is it parked next to mine? Um, yeah. It looks like, good, right? It, it does look good. I just took that last night. <laughs> wow, Kerr, that, that's very impressive. You know, I used to not post anything on the internet. I used to not post anything on Facebook, wouldn't tag myself there. But then we started doing this radio show, and I realized people connect through social media. And yeah. it's a way for us to to do some good and, and you know, talk to, to local people doing some really cool things where we can spread it out. So I started to open up a little bit a little bit more, even like family life, you know, yeah. and like, hey, it's my, my kid's birthday, but, you know... It took a lot for me to to do to make that decision. You know, yeah. I was looking at pros and cons, and then also realizing that some people are going to be judgmental, looking at me, looking at Kurt, and what do they think they're doing? You know, like yeah. who are they? Who do they think they are? Like oh, you know, and kind of like laughing and chuckling. Um, and so that was something that I had to weigh out. You know, about a little over a year ago, and kind of deal with myself, and I, you know, and just say, you know what, I don't, I don't care. You know, yeah. I'm going to try and do as much positive in in my area, and my bubble, and my friends, and you know, I've met a, a ton of great people because of it. Trying to take that first step yeah. to be okay with it. I, I definitely think you know you're right there, and it, but it's kind of like when you're building trust with a person in a relationship, you're building trust with your Facebook. Um, friends and followers Mm -hmm. and what's okay to share and what's not okay to share um i've struggled with it myself on mother's day i finally decided i was having a hot flash like crazy and i told my husband i said i need you to take a picture of this because i was looking pretty crazy (laughs) and um thought you know what this is real this is real life i i took this step and i posted that on facebook and um i had so many friends comment on how girl i feel you on that one (laughs) (laughs) so you know i'm getting vulnerable with facebook too but you know it's trying to figure out okay what do we share what don't we share okay so if somebody is looking to get a hold of you maybe someone's looking to start a conversation 
What's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. Um, gosh, you know, I, this is such an inopportune time for me to be doing this, but at the same time, I'm grateful. My email is Tammy, T-A-M-M-Y, at Tamara, T-A-M-A-R-A, Baker.com. Um, oh, and I just... I, my domain is changing. My website is changing. Okay. It's all happening in the next couple of weeks. It's very exciting. I Relaunching can't wait. it? Yes. Like, it's it's going to be great. Are you cool. going to need a two-minute video that <laughs> showcases everything that you do to go on the website when it launches? We can do it in about a week. <laughs> <laughs> We've learned. So, I actually did a video. I have Sweet. not seen it yet. My web designer did it, and I'm, I have not actually seen the final version of it. Anyway, um, so that's the current email you can get a hold of me at. Um, you can go to my website, TamaraBaker.com. It's about you to know, change. It's 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 about to change. It's nothing really. It's just it's like an old car that's parked on the side of the road, just holding a spot right now. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. No, I feel you. <laughs> So we were we were talking earlier, and we're, we're talking to uh, Tammy, you know, a, a life coach here in our area. And we were talking about that that ideal client. Do you talk and work with people who are not like that? You know, the the, the ladies. Do you work with guys as well, or is that something you only work with uh, ladies right now? Yeah. So I made when I decided how I was going to niche out this practice. Um, I made the decision that I I was going to just focus on women, um, and it's really born out of my passion to help other women who might be struggling just like I was. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's not that I don't like the men. <laughs> well, you want to be, you want to be as effective as possible. And so, yeah. you know, if there's something you specialize in, it makes sense. Right. 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 So, I mean, I have a lot of coaches that I know who are great, who do work with men. I can refer out. Um, Why are you looking at me? I it, thought you were going to raise your hand like well, I'm a life, like I could do it. Oh, no. I, I definitely could be a life coach no, easily. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can walk people through on how they can have a successful life. Yes, and a yacht, and a yacht. Yeah. yeah. Do you? <laughs> what kind of concern do you have? Like, do you ever like weigh out the options? Like, man, you know, was that the right advice, or you just know since you the ideal person is you? Like, hey, this is this works. Like, yeah. What what goes through you know your head whenever you deal with somebody? Because that's a big. It's a big responsibility as as a life coach whenever you're talking to someone. Yeah, it's a huge responsibility, to be honest. But first and foremost, it's the client's agenda. It's it's about them. It's about what they want. So mm -hmm. I'm there to honor them. Mm -hmm. I'm there to honor their values, what they want, the direction that they want to take it. It's their lead. Um, so my job is to be the cheerleader, ask empowering questions, help them get to the place of their truth where yeah. they want to be identify their values what's important to them um so yeah it does get a little tricky and you want to make sure that you're not leading the client that's that's something that we avoid um and providing a non-judgmental safe place yeah that's probably pretty refreshing because in business in life in friendships a lot of the times people have an agenda even if they don't know it mm -hmm. you know people obviously looking out for themselves but for you to come in and, and say no you know what are what are your goals yeah how do we get there right you know is there any feedback that you've gotten where people say like wait seriously you know you don't you you want to hear what i have to say and you're focused on what i my my goals in life are um 
I don't know that they've necessarily said it in those terms. Um, I have been called out for pushing my own agenda. <laughs> they thought that you were? Yeah. And, th- and this fortunately happened with, um, a, a, we did live training coaches. So I had a coach when I was going through my, I had a couple of coaches when I was going through my um, coaching program. Hmm. And um, one of them was my mentor coach. And mm-hmm. I had to coach her. And she stopped me during the middle of a session one day and she said, yeah, this isn't going to work. And I thought, what am I doing wrong? And she said, you're leading. This is your agenda. Were you? I was leading. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I didn't even realize it until she said it, but that was kind of one of those, ooh, that stung a little bit, but she was right. Is leading, I could see in situations where it may be the right thing, like, wow, they no, they need to do this. You know, they want this, but... It's the wrong decision. Yeah. Leading is a tricky thing. Um, While we don't want to necessarily lead and guide the client in a certain direction, um, it is important to ask those questions and trust your intuition when it comes up when you think, hey, this might be going on. Let's see if maybe, maybe she needs to think about this. Yeah. So... In that sense, yes, we do ask some probing questions to kind of get them thinking. Gotcha. So right now we're talking to Tammy. She is a, a local life coach. If you go to TamaraBaker.com, you can check out her website as well. Right now it is 942. We were learning about the discovery session. If somebody has never been to a life coaching session, if somebody's never heard of, of life coaching in general, can we maybe play out a scenario? I know Kurt is not the ideal client, but it's usually, uh, you know, a, a lady who is is dealing with some certain things. But can you kind of maybe like walk us through because it might might help people feel more comfortable. Yeah. Like, like what kind of questions would you ask, Kurt? Can we do this, Kurt? I love how he's the client. Okay, Wait. I got this. I got okay, this. so yeah, just get a little bit of a scenario so people know what to expect. Okay. I'm so bitchy. Dude, shut up. this is no, serious. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Okay. For five seconds. <laughs> it doesn't, you don't, you know, this doesn't have to be anything super vulnerable. We can go through a mock coaching session and All right. you can okay. be safe. Like, I know we're on the radio and Facebook <clears throat> Live, so... He used his comedy as a defense mechanism. Keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> I'm broken inside. So, there he goes again. So, <laughs> so what would what would be maybe a goal that you're looking to achieve right now that you just cannot seem to get there? Like maybe something standing in your way. Financial. Uh, like I want, I want to be able to have a house. Um, I want to be able to. I mean, I have money, but be able to look at it and be like, "Hey, I want like six figures in that bank account instead of, you know, four. You know, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what what I'm, I I guess a major goal of mine is to to make some money and save some money. Okay, so the the major goal is making and saving the money, and you've in that six figures. That is that a hard thing, or are you just throwing that out there that's just yeah just throwing that out okay so have you thought about a number a specific number yes okay you don't have to share it okay i'm not i'm not gonna ask you to share it okay yeah i I at least want i want i want to be at 11 5 in the savings account okay will that make you happy i'm sorry to butt in but like do you think that'll make you happy yes okay okay 
Another thing I would ask is what kind of feelings would come up for you around that? Let's say you've got the 11.5 in the bank account. List the feelings that you would feel. Stability. Okay. Uh... Yeah, I think stability is is the biggest one that I would feel. All right, so it sounds like to me that stability is something that's really important to you. Yes. Okay. And when you talk about this 11-5 providing stability for you, do you have a plan on how you're going to get there? Yes. Okay. What's that plan? work a lot <laughs> okay all right so have you thought about specific steps that you can take to get there yes okay i don't know if we should do you know it's so hard it's on almost the radio. too deep i feel yeah i yeah we're getting into i want to lead so bad <laughs> i want to lead so bad well you know i mean i would talk i would talk with a client about these specific steps and then we would probably set some small goals the one thing that, along the way the one thing that i guess that i have a hard time with and i and i can tell you exactly where i blow my money you know where it's like you know cuz i make i make i make decent pay i know i joke about it but the hard part for me is i'm like $5 in at the gas station and it's like well then go grocery shopping i hate grocery shopping um or Hey, why don't you pack a lunch instead of going out to eat? I hate packing a lunch. I hate, you know, so like it's, I know what I need to do to save money. I just don't want to do it kind of thing. Yeah. So what kind of things have you thought about that you could do to kind of offset that? So, okay, you don't like packing a lunch. What else could you do? Well, I've, I've actually taken steps to get rid of some, some bills. You know, like I'm aggressively seeking out some of the debt so I don't have to make those monthly payments. I, I made, moved into a smaller apartment. Um, and, yeah, it's just one of those things that it's like I'm trying to take these steps, but I know that I could take more steps. Okay. And this is where we probably might brainstorm around what some of those steps would look like for you. Um, what What comes to mind, like just off the top of your head, What's something else you could do? Man, see, that's the hard part. I don't know. Okay. See, instead of life coaching, I would start something called puppet mastering. And I would be like, okay, Kurt, you know, here's what you do, you know? And I, I feel like I know the answers and sometimes I, I help. Yeah. And But it's hard coming from somebody that you spend so much time with. Right. And, he, and we talked about this yesterday when we were teasing and telling people that you were coming in, that having somebody outside... Yeah, is almost better than yeah. having somebody you spend so much time with being like, "Hey, well, what you know? What do you think about about trying this? Or what are you what are you doing?" And you know, like walking them through it. Yeah, See, one of Gardy's suggestions that we've talked about before is like, "Oh, Kurt, create a budget." And I'm sure there's a bunch of people out there who have a budget and they stick to that budget. And I've had budgets in the past, and I've put it in a a spreadsheet, a Google spreadsheet, you know, or I've had it on a on a board, and I bring my receipts and I mark mark it off. But I've noticed that it doesn't matter. Like, for me, if it's like, if I set aside $75 for eating out in a month, right? And I I blow by that 75 and I'm like, I'm, I'm still going to go. You know, like, I'm still going to go to the restaurant. It doesn't matter 
if I say, hey, I'm only going to spend $75 on eating out this month, doesn't matter to me because I, I'm still going to go eat out afterwards. You yeah. Know? Like, so having a budget and saying, oh, you're only going to spend this amount of money on stuff doesn't really matter to me. Like, I'm not going and buying expensive shoes. I'm not going out and buying expensive clothing. You know, it's usually it's around food that I'm spending a lot of my money on. And it's, it doesn't matter to me because I'm going to go eat, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you've talked about a lot of what doesn't work. So I guess what my question for you would be, what do you think will work? I don't know. I don't think I've ever, and this is weird, in 30 years, ever had truly financial stability. What does accountability look like for you when it comes to financial stability? What do you mean by that? How does accountability show up for you? Is there some accountability going on? As in like myself or? I don't know. Are you holding yourself accountable? Probably not. Okay. This is getting deep. I'm going to find some palette music. What, what, what would an accountability network or system do for your situation? I get frustrated with accountability, though. Like, I get frustrated with people telling me how to live my life. That, that music. Okay, don't fit. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get, I get really frustrated with that. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, that can be very frustrating, um, especially when, you know, it's kind of, an abrasive thing that maybe you've experienced in the past. Um, what has worked for you? Financially, um, I guess when I didn't have to pay for rent. Living at home. Yeah, as I was saying, your mom actually paid you to live at home for a while, which is No, really no, weird. no. I'm talking about I actually, I saved the most amount of money when I, this, this was in my past life when me and my ex-wife, we lived in a church and they gave us you know, as part of it, we were security, and I didn't have to pay rent, and we saved tons of money. I just imagine, like, if I didn't have to pay rent, huge amount of money. Yeah. Huge. That, that That's the only thing that I think has worked in the past. You know, the the one thing like that I notice just in my leading, my leading ways is, like, money's not going to make you happy because there's always more to be made, you know, and you have to start holding yourself accountable or taking advice from other people who can help keep you accountable. And, you know, you mentioned about the budget. It just depends on how bad you want what your goal is. Because if you want something, nothing's going to stop you from getting to it. If you want that house, then it's like, you know what? I got it. I got to stop. I got to make the adjustment. I got to listen. I got to take the advice. Help keep me accountable. But Sounds um, like Gardy wants to be your leader. <laughs> I've tried. I've been talking to him about this for I don't know like years. We, like I was just like, dude, just give me your give me your cards, give me your account access. Like <laughs> you know where I live. I'm not going to steal from you, right? Just hand over all my money to Guardy. I I promise you, things would be good. You would not be happy for a while, but you'd have a house. You'd probably you never mind. Yeah, but uh, we got about about uh, seven minutes left, and um, that was fun. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> He's shaking I enjoyed his head. It. It was, I, you know what? I wasn't my best experience either. This uh, coaching on the fly thing, like you know, usually I've developed a rapport with someone. I've got notes. We know where we're going. Well, it was very limited on on what what can, I can share. What yeah. you can share because there's yeah, there's an audience. I, I could tell you know there's a lot of hesitation. You know, in your answers, there's a lot of uh, you know the limiting of the questions as well. Right. And 
I think I think there's some some realistic realistic goals that you have and you just got to you got to buckle down and I can see how life life coaching can help even me even you everybody really it would be a great opportunity yeah, to talk absolutely I, I like the the goals yeah I, I switching things up a little bit um I wanted to ask because we actually have a, a person who comes here to Abundant Life Christian Center all the time and it's Tim's story and Tim I would say is classified as a life coach have you ever heard of Tim's story he's on California no, I'm I'm not familiar with him. Okay, I was just wondering, who do you look up to as a life coach? Well, I've got several women who I look up to um, as coaches who are friends as well as coaches. Um, but ultimately, I Dr. Brene Brown out of the University of Houston has been um, pivotal in my self journey and growth and passion behind wanting to help other women. Um, so I would say that she's, um, the biggest influencer when it comes to that for me. How important is it to have people to look up to and, and that influence you in a positive way? Yeah. Oh, it's, I mean, it's absolutely critical. Um, y- you can't be out there on your own. You've got to have your people that you look up to. You've got to have your tribe around you supporting you. Um, so critical, you know, it, it, it always blows me away that people I look up to have people that they look up to as well. You know, there's always like, you think of the highest person in leadership in your life, you know, whatever it is. And they have people that they look up to and have been influenced by. And it's just, it's important. It's Abs- important. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you gotta, for me, I've got to continue the self work, right? I'm not ever going to be done mm-hmm. so i've got a coach I, i'm a coach who has a coach yeah um and that's just important to me gotta i gotta keep keep it real i now need somebody to keep me in line <laughs> yes so we're about out of time is there anything else you'd like to share remind people how to get a hold of you one more time yeah is this over like- oh i know i know it's so sad this was fun um yeah, not to make it too confusing, um, my, my my email and my web address will be changing. I believe the new email address is up. I should have given that in the beginning. It's Tammy at TamaraBakerCoaching.com. So if you're going to write it down, let's use the Tammy at TamaraBakerCoaching.com. And TamaraBakerCoaching.com that I'm so excited about We'll be going live sometime around the 21st of this month. So we are getting really close. Will you let us know when it's up so then we can check it out? I would love to do that. I'll definitely let you guys know. We should do a phone in and and make Kurt do a little coaching session every once in a while to make him feel like he's financially unstable all the time. You should do a real one like off the air maybe. I think it would be a good experience. I would love to do one as well. Yeah, I listen, you guys have been so amazing. I'll give y'all a complimentary session. <sighs> That'd okay. be fun. I'll be I'll be okay. I gotta get over this hump today a little bit first. Knock, knocked you off your socks today, didn't we? A little bit. I feel like I, I sometimes there's a, a lot sl- of things, but I also feel like it's three hours of sleep, Kurt. Today I feel great right now. I, I mean, I got my coffee in one hand. <laughs> I love it. I got my bang in the other, and we're good to go. I love. I don't even. Know, <laughs> I don't even know what bang is, but it sounds like it's uh Well, this one is uh, energy boosting. It is a little bit. 
it, it makes you so this is pina colada it makes you feel like you're hang gliding like in in hawaii drinking out of a pineapple like over the ocean and it's it's delicious so i i highly recommend it if you're over the age of 18. that, that is extremely <laughs> descriptive well garty's a little garty's first, a good storyteller he's great but he's a little he's a little upset because well this morning you know we were here until <laughs> 2 a.m this morning 2 a.m., you know, right? Yeah, that so, is like, ridiculous. Getting up. Once a bit of three. Like, yeah, yeah, anyways. Yeah, anyways. So getting up this morning was a little rough, you know, like for both of us. I'm a, I'm assuming, Gardy, right? It's okay. Okay. And uh, so we're running a little bit behind. We're trying to get here at 830. So we send our intern. Our intern's here at 8 o'clock. We're like, Ethan, we're not there yet. Like, we're still waking <laughs> up. Like, we were here late. And he's like, okay, how can I help? I'm like, go to, go to the gas station and get us some bang energy. He gets the bang energy, drinks, like shows up, and the guy at the register was like, how old are you? How old are you? He goes, 17. He goes, yeah, you can't buy that. Really? Yeah, and I've never heard that before. I, well, y'all don't have booze in that, do you? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. But so, that would be 21. So oh, that's true. Yeah, so on, on the side, you know, not intended for individuals under the age of 18. So there's a company that makes this, and they used to make an un- another energy drink, and it used to have, like, a serving size on there, which was half. Who, who drinks half of a, no know, one. a serving size? No one. So, uh, you know, they're protecting themselves, and it's, it's smart. Yeah. And I, I think it's a good thing, you know. Right. Why, why why risk anything with business and just, just cut it off if you don't want to? Yeah, right. Because they can make probably a lot more money because it's really good. <laughs> Again, you know, we're talking to Tammy. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Let us know when the website's done. I will do that. I know it seems so confusing, but I, I needed to come today regardless. Oh, All it'd right. be so much fun to have you back again. I'd love that. That'd be awesome. Absolutely. I'd love it. We're going to take a quick break. It's 9.59. We'll come back. We're going to be talking to the Singletons. They are the van. TX. This is KGA Radio 99.5 FM. Coming up next is Freedom. All right. right. Thank you. Oh, you're song. welcome. <coughs> Freedom. So it's nice to meet you. Good to meet you. You're like watching your on shoes. Facebook. Feel free to share this you out. These shoes? Let me see. Look at those. Those are so those oh, are nice. nice. I like it. I told you. See, <laughs> can can uh, I, they can see it on there? Look. Oh, can they see it? They can. They can now. I would. I, you know what? I would probably wear those. There you go. Not even gonna lie. <laughs> Ooh, I would wear those shoes. Too, but actually, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you guys. You. Nice to meet you. Wow. Listen, it was my pleasure. All right. Has anybody that is watching on Facebook, okay. have you experienced life coaching? Maybe you. Know a life coach. Maybe you have the desire to meet. I feel like me, a I life need coach. to leave the empty chair between us after this last segment, <clears throat> where I feel like just between you and I, it just didn't really like. I feel different right now. Like I feel less of a person. What? Why? Yes, because I feel like financially I need to do a lot of things. Well, everybody needs to do a lot of things, and I think it's a good thing to have goals with financials. But realize that at the end of the day, you're not going to find happiness. As my good friend, uh, I believe it was Jay-Z once said, mo money, mo problems. No, I, but see, that's, that's, that's what people who – I disagree with that. I feel like <laughs> stability. It's different problems. I tell you this. The more money you get, the bigger problems you have because you want more. And that's True. why the Bible straight up says, like, you know, people always mis- misquote it. But it says, oh, money is the root of all evil. No, it says the love of money is the root of all evil. Have you ever seen any Disney movie? See, Come on. But I'm not, I'm not saying, like, I want to, like, just keep going. I want 
stability where I'm not, you know, when when there's push come to shoves, if if your car breaks down and you don't have AC like a, a certain 2010 Jeep Compass, uh-huh. you're not sitting there saying, okay, I'm going to suffer through not having AC, where if I had financial stability, you know, a, a little bit more financial stability than I have, then that decision to pay 1300 for AC doesn't matter. You I, know? Would, I would not pay it in your... For the car. <laughs> That's what I do. I didn't even get a... What's up? Did you steal Guardi's? Can we see your thumb? Thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, here it is. Uh-huh. How are y'all doing? Come have a seat. What's up? How are y'all, guys? Good. Good. Doing great. It's good to see you. I'm hey, Guardi. How are you? Hi, no, we talked great. to you on the phone. Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. That's okay. It's okay. It's getting <laughs> like, better. It's getting better. So y'all were on a cruise... And that's how I broke my thumb. Yeah, and then uh, like tragedy struck. Yes. You can. I'm sorry. Those headphones. You can move those off that that mic. You you don't have to wear them, but you can if you would like. But you can. You're gonna want to keep the mic probably like right here. So situate it, move it out, and get it going where you need to go. And I'll I'll get your camera ready. (laughs) What are you drinking? Coffee. Same. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Cheers! Yeah. Cheers! All what right. kind of coffee do you? Uh, is double that, fist in it. Do you have like a Keurig or do you make it from the pot? We have the Keurig and we have the uh, Nespresso. Nespresso machine. Ah, so is that a Nespresso? What is that? What's it's the difference? It's still little pods. Okay. So we switched from um, a Keurig to well, I switched completely to the Nespresso because it just gives you. A whole lot more. Gives you woo. Yeah. So a lot it, of woo. is it like, what do you call it? I'm trying to think. What goes in a latte? The the shots? It's the mm-hmm. shot. Oh, mm-hmm. espresso. so it's a Nespresso, yeah. but it's with the, mm-hmm. I like it. So it's like a miniature Keurig, but with little Nespresso pods. Okay. So. Well, man, we need to try that. Oh, you do. Good. Oh, that's good. good. Life changing. It is life changing. Frothier creamer and everything. Are y'all, are y'all Starbucks people? Were y'all ever? Or y'all oh, mainly yeah. do it at home? We were Starbucks people. My wife's not watching because she's on the way to Galveston, but... There was a point in my life where I thought she had a problem. I was like, you don't have to go every day. Whenever they see you, they shouldn't be making your order, you know, $7 here, $13 there. You know what I mean? Uh, we fall right into that. <laughs> we, own, we own stock in Starbucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they just don't know it. But when my kids are, like, already having their order, like, in the back, and they're, like, upset and potentially going to throw a fit if they don't get, like, the chocolate loaf, you know, I'm just like, <laughs> it's, you know, for the sake of our children, please, you know, just like. Stop! Stop the Starbucks line, but it, yeah. it never happened. It's delicious. They have a drink for dogs now too. Is it what is it called? I don't know. Is it, it's called a puppuccino. Puppuccino. Our dogs not spoiled. Not hey, at all. I know y'all go to Cupcake Cache because we ran into you there. Yeah. They have a cupcake for dogs. Um. Looks there's dope. another place that we go to also that has uh, little pupcakes, okay. <laughs> and we bring them home pretty frequently. So. Yeah. We did get a new puppy. He's pretty cute. What kind? A golden doodle. Okay, golden retriever poodle. Poodle. <laughs> He's great. He is great. Cool. So we have we have a minute, and then we're gonna go on the FM as well. Before before we get too far. Oh, what did they bring us? <laughs> Ethan, you want to get? Uh, I just want to say thank you for uh, helping us with that cruise giveaway. Where no you know the the we got to get you the the winner's name so that they can get in contact with you. But they're from. I think Link City. So oh, perfect. It'll Love. be awesome. Yeah. Good. Name's Jennifer Rainey, if I remember correctly. That was so cool. It was fun to do that. The weather was kind of nuts. And, and before we announced the winner, and y'all were, I guess y'all were on the cruise. We were on the point. cruise. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Probably so our, in the medic's office. <laughs> our, yeah. our internet was going kind of shaky. And uh, Kurt was like, 
what do we do if, if weather happens? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, we're inside of a building. What do you? What do we do if weather? Like, what's the word? He's like, what if a tornado comes? Which there has been some tornado warnings <laughs> lately, but it's, like, it it's going to tear our building down. I was like, I don't know. We're we're going to be fine. So we got uh, five seconds. And it'll I'm gonna, be live. Whatever happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, we're going to be breaking news. Is what we're going to be doing. I'm going to wait. So we'll we'll go on after 20 seconds. But um, it's going to be good. His Tupper Martial Arts. It's 20 years of training. Ethan made that spot. <laughs> there may be tacos in there. I think there are. So, honest, we were bringing you tacos. Really? And mm. we uh, ran out of time. We've got an 11 year old and a 10 year old girl out there. So, oh, okay. Yeah, Always yeah, yeah. running behind. <laughs> y'all have uh, y'all have kids. We do. We have three. Three kids. 11 year old daughter, 10 year old daughter, and six year old son. Okay. Cool. Sure do. Cool. And cool. They're every bit of. Wild. Wild and crazy. Mm-hmm. Did they all go along on the cruise with you guys? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. How and they're the that? only ones that didn't get, they didn't get hurt. <laughs> we put them in their own room this time. Last time, we all five shared a room on yeah. a cruise. Never again. Never so, again. So we went and filmed on the boat, and I'd never been on one before, but the rooms, I mean, they're nice. Yeah. But it, I'm thinking like a hotel room. Pack five people into that. <laughs> yeah, it would be pretty, pretty it was a, it cozy. Was a king bed. Very with, cozy. Or a queen bed, I guess, with a bunk that fold down on top of the face. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is hilarious. Hey, you got you got to announce that. That's awesome. We won an award. Yeah. <laughs> this is our first award ever. Thank you so much. <laughs> the business window of the month. So I like almost cried out there. This is our first ever award. <laughs> so they're I with know. they're with the city of Lamarck, and they have the uh, the the like the the garden club, uh-huh. and they do yard of the month in Lamarck. And so we've been saying like. We don't really have a yard. We have a window, and it's foggy due to improper installation. You know, it, it wasn't sealed properly. So they but gave they us- gave us business window of the month. Inspired. That's great. <laughs> and it's awesome. This is our first official award. Hey, well-deserved. Congratulations, yeah, guys. that's awesome. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, and I and I wrote, I am Groot on there. Like she said she was. I love it. And they brought donuts. Donuts. Not like that donuts. we need donuts. Do it's National want- Donut Day. It is it National is? Donut Day. Yeah. What does this mean? What kind of donuts are in there? Do y'all want one? Oh, nothing. I'm good. I'm full of drink. Right. <laughs> but uh, life is good. Life is good. Hey, what a beautiful day. You know, just whenever you think that. <laughs> I love the description. It says, <laughs> for keeping an open, streak-free, and clear radio show office window, and also for having incredibly organized chairs outside of the <laughs> studio doors as well. <laughs> I feel I like we can't, we can't take credit for any of that. <laughs> We'll accept. We'll accept. So, we're talking to the Van TX. I went ahead and let a couple other songs play, so that way we can come back. It's gonna fall. We're, we can come back to reality from this this award. How awesome! Thank you so much. I know that whenever we had first talked, well, we ran. Well, we had seen you all around, and then I think we talked to you on the phone because you're a teacher as well, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where do you teach? Um, I teach in Clear Creek at Gilmore Elementary. Okay. Off ninety six. Are you, uh, do you like teach a grade? How does that work there? Is it like, do kids switch classes at all? Or? So they switch classes from um, in third, fourth, and fifth, but I teach special education. So okay. I support kids from like kindergarten all the way up to fifth, really. So it's different now because I remember whenever I was a kid, like all of the kids who um, they would go to a different class and they wouldn't be included in, in a lot of the stuff. Right. It's it was a little different now. It's very, very different. It used to be um, really non inclusive. And so now with a lot of the new laws and of course um, all the new legislation, you, you, you know, you want to put kids in their least restrictive environment. And um, that way they, they are 
included in everything, whether it's all their elective classes or their main core content classes. So it really has changed from when we were in school. Absolutely. I think it's a great thing. I remember... You know, eating lunch. You're like, because I remember for lunch they'd they'd bring some of uh, the you know the other kids in, and it was, I just remember some of my like one of one kid who comes to mind. It was Oliver. I thought he was cool. You know, he's a good kid, but uh, it was it was nice to be able to spend time. And there, and he was funny. He was hilarious. But uh, we got 30 seconds left, um, and we're gonna go on the FM. We'll reintroduce y'all. And did we did we tag the van? TX, but I know we're not just talking about the van, right? I, I think there's like some nonprofit stuff as well, right? Yeah, so we came to talk about our nonprofit organization, um, Sweet. charity out of Santa Fe. Awesome. Here we go. 13. This is like the longest 13 seconds of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to, like, I'm going to make y'all listen to it. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. Right now, it is 10.09. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. We are broadcasting live from Lamarck, Texas, on the campus of Abundant Life. And we do this every weekday, 8.30 to 11, except for yesterday. We stopped at 10. <laughs> yeah, yesterday was a crazy day for us. A special but day. You know what? Today's good. We're super excited about it being Friday. It means the end of the week. It means that we get to go home, <laughs> hopefully sometime today. Yeah. But uh, we're super excited about everything that's going on. And, hey, we got a great, like, teasing you for just a little bit. Coming up on Monday, we're dropping an awesome special video that that's near and dear to Guardian Eye's heart. We've been working on it for the last week, and we can't wait to get you that video. It's going to be fun. I'm so, excited. So be on the lookout for that. Drop a lot of video. You know, uh, speaking of video, we did a cruise video, and we announced the winner. I believe it was Jennifer Rainey from Leak City. And shout out to Cruise Planners, YourVacationEdge.com, and a big thank you to the Van TX, who is actually here in studio right now, because, well, we asked. Hey, <laughs> kind of just almost like assumed. And well, You uh, know, we had talked about it for like for like a month, and we're like, we just need to reach out. We just need to reach just out. Just to make we need sure. to reach out, and sure enough. <laughs> so y'all stepped up. And and helped us out huge, and, and the winner as well, and said, hey, yeah, we will definitely take the, the winner to the, the cruise ship terminal, the port, whatever it's called, so that way they can uh, have easy transportation. It's the way to and go. And that's awesome. It's the way to go. It is the way to go, for sure. Yeah. So we'll start their vacation right, and it'll be great. Because, par- you know what? There's one thing I do not like doing, and that's paying for parking. Like, I will park a little bit further. <laughs> To save, you know, $20. I'm at a downtown event. Sometimes it's even more. Parking is expensive. Yeah, and then especially if you have to leave it overnight. Yeah. It's, or all week or when yeah. you're gone on your cruise. So Yeah, so y- y'all are with the van. Where did y'all get the idea and and how did the company just come to be? Like, And then made y'all decide to take the jump and let's do this. Uh, those crazy girls out there, actually. Yeah. They, their birthdays got rained out two years in a row from storms. One, one was... Uh, Harvey, and then the next Harvey. one was the depression. And then there was the depression out the Gulf for the next one. And uh, and all they wanted to do was go to Pleasure Pier Pleasure. for two mm. years. That's just all they wanted. And so after the second time, we were like, okay, what are we going to do? We need a backup plan. And our oldest was like, oh, I just want to have a sleepover. And, of course, me, Dad over here is like. She was totally fine with the sleepover. I'm like, well, if we're doing a sleepover, <laughs> we need to, like, take the girls to dinner in, in a limo or something, you know, really make it cool and not just a sleepover at the house. And, um so I called around. There was a whole bunch of places, but it was a Friday night. So it was and we all, were just going right down the street. Mm-hmm. Two miles from the house. Yeah. And, and everybody was like six, $700. And I'm wow. like, there's no way I sussed it. Let me get on Craigslist, see if I can find like Uncle Bob's limo service, right? <laughs> yeah. Just, hey, here's a couple hundred Not bucks. Not creepy Take at all. <laughs> yeah. Takes down the road and back type thing. And um, I couldn't find anything, but there was this Sprinter limo van on there for sale in Pearland. And 
So I was actually at the gym at the time. I called, I texted Chelsea at work and said, hey, don't freak out, but <laughs> there's this limo van. This is not really quite how it went. <laughs> he was like, I did it. Freak no, out. no, no, no. It didn't even go like that. Don't it went like, hey, I found something. No worries. He's going to come do it for just a couple hundred bucks. I'm like, oh, okay, that's great. He did a really good job. <laughs> but he's going to leave it here. He forgot. He well, forgot right, right. And then it was now, a test drive. And then, yeah, yeah, it was a, a test drive. Um, <laughs> and so he told me afterwards, okay, well, now that we've done this, and the guy was great, and he took us... Um, you know, for a couple hundred dollars, we didn't have to have the four-hour minimum or six-hour minimum. He just took us there and then took us back, and that was the end of that. And so afterwards, when I had really bought into the idea and everything was, oh, this is so fun because, you know, there's a TV and lights and yeah. music, and you can stand up, and it's limo seating. After that, I was like, oh, this is great. Um, he said, okay, well, I think maybe we should buy it. <laughs> And I learned a while back just to kind of, okay, whatever, whatever you need to do. And if it's going to come to fruition, it's going to come to fruition. That's Whether not I have... a good thing. Oh, yeah, That's not. Exactly. It gets us in trouble. Exactly. <laughs> so I just kind of said, whatever, whatever you got to do. And then sure enough, and we were happened. proud owners of a limo van. We, so. so we bought it and he, he brought it to us the Friday after we used it the first time. And we were actually jumping on a flight to go to Chicago that night to see my in-laws. And while we were waiting to pick up Jackson, our son, uh, I was like, hey, you know what? We'll just get on like Facebook, post a little ad, say, hey, we'll do these birthday party specials and cruise runs and things. Oh, yeah, and, that's how it started. And so we, we posted a little ad on Talk of League City, not even knowing like the rules of Talk of League City and all that good stuff yet. <laughs> Our niche was like it's round. It's not Monday. Our yeah, niche, yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. 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 Let me tell you what, though. We Our did, niche was like round trip, pickup drop off yeah. so that you didn't have to have the six hour minimum kind of thing. When was this? Sorry. What month was this? September, September of last, last year. September. The, we talked to them after the end like, of September. After that, yeah, it was actually mm-hmm. we we didn't get it till the last week of September. Okay, last year, and next thing you know, by the time we got off that plane, our phones were blowing up, and we literally for Saturday and Sunday we were there to we were running a race, a, a half marathon there in Chicago, and so for Saturday and Sunday, my in laws were like, "Y'all are on, what, get off your phones, enjoy your, what are y'all doing?" And we're like, "Man, we posted this thing about the limo van, and it's just like going crazy," and so literally sitting there and. Chicago, we're designing like logos and business cards on our phones. Like, oh my gosh, this is a, a full out business now. Like, we got to figure it all out real yeah. quick. We've th- got somebody booking next week, and we don't even have. <laughs> I think we need to guys, get insurance. Y'all talked about social media earlier, or mm-hmm. yeah. uh, you know, about the power of social media and advertising, and that's what we realized was huge. I mean, that's where most of our business comes from. So, can that's we take it back to like both the, of us the the half marathon? So y'all run half marathons. So well, we do. We, I've uh, ran a half. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's more than we've ever done. I'm, that just being able to get on the the plane and, and doing it that's that's impressive. So we we started running, or I I started running longer distances, um, for the the charity that we're here, you know, for Team Strong One Week. Uh, we started running relays across the state of Texas, um, half marathons. We were a group of us ran the Houston Marathon, um, just a whole lot of crazy things. The we did it then to raise money and awareness for ALS and ALS research. And, wow. Um, a particular family there in Santa Fe. And then we turned it into um, Josh, the guy we run for, kind of took over and said, hey, here we go. We're going to make it this team, and we're going to raise money and awareness for ALS. And uh, his dad, his family got involved, and they created the the nonprofit. So they're the 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 leaders of the organization, the Butler family. And, and we just – like I said, we've run – Full marathons, half marathons, 5K, 10K races, uh, cross-state relays, which are awesome. That's kind of really where we got started and put together the team. And we do 
golf tournaments and charities and stuff like that for that. So that was the running thing. Awesome. We'll come back to that. But I wanted to bring this up really fast. Um, this this came into to our question. It said, what is your company, your contact information? I want to hire your limo van. Can you drop that really fast? It is. It's thevantx.com. And if you get on Facebook and um, Instagram or Instagram, it's at thevantx. I'm tagging it. <laughs> and uh, Facebook comments. If you're listening on 99.5 FM, if you go to social media, you search the Van TX, they will pop up and you can see all the options. What are some of the options you have available? Because it was the first one. That was the first one. And that's why we called ourselves the Van. And now we're, you know, maybe we need a Facebook poll or something on that because we're kind of stuck. Do we, um, you know, what do we do with our name? Because now we have a big party bus. The fleet. Uh, we've yeah. got an access. Everything is the right now. Yeah. yeah. The SUV, the Escalade, the van, the bus. The bus, yeah. And we've got access. Um, we work with some other great people, so we've got access to limos as well. Um, if somebody needs just a stretch limo and not just a party van or a party bus. Um, so we have all that. So we've well. been driving around in Kurt's car which the ac went out which there's nothing wrong with it you know it only <laughs> right. got, it's about three four hundred thousand miles on it but it runs like a champ right it sounds like it needs a break you know with a little gerbil and in the inside it's kind of running but we haven't had ac and it's been pretty hot here lately so whenever y'all are describing like oh there's limo seating you can stand up you yeah. know and like there's ac there's tvs it's wi-fi. making me a little oh, wi-fi wi-fi it's making me a little bit uh angry towards your car i don't know what these feelings are i feel like our farmers tans though i mean it's, it's worth it you know like it's worth not well, having the hand out the window out like the window i remember being a kid and i did this all the time just my yeah. mom like get your arm back in the window but like i'm like i need this to survive i'm trying to like angle the air from the outside <laughs> to hit my face in his car pretty soon you I, have a bowl of ice sitting there you know <laughs> I love the fact that my right arm is still white, but my left arm is dark <laughs> from driving. I, oh, yeah, because it's uh, hanging out the window. Does it have a sunroof? No. Oh, so God. for selfie yeah. purposes, your left side <laughs> is your nice. side. God, it is. The worse. left side is my good side. It's <laughs> we, what they see you on the camera. got to crank the window down. We have sides. <laughs> like, it, it oh, yeah, so if you hire the Van TX, you're not going to have to worry about, <laughs> like, hey, anything, really. I mean, there's going to be AC. Everything is, like, state-of-the-art, and it's, it's super nice. Like, I should hire you guys to take us around. For our video shooting, so that way we can, we can at do least that. have air conditioning. Yeah, absolutely. And um, the other nice thing, too, is you don't have to worry. You know, we did prom. We do a lot of birthday parties, kids, that sort of stuff. You don't have to worry about who some random driver is that's going to show up at, you know, your house or your event to drive you around, to drive your kids around, to drive mm-hmm. your loved ones around. Um, I feel that's I feel like that's something we really take pride in is who we hire as drivers. And so we've got some really great drivers that my father-in-law is one of them and he does a lot of our crew stuff uh he's pretty funny but um we've got some really great drivers you know one of them is a real estate professional here in the area um the other one's a a high school coach um so they're all very uh people that you can feel very comfortable with yeah so when you're sending your your family out or your kids out or your spouse out or whatever you don't have to worry oh my gosh who's this creepy person yeah i feel you I feel you. Like if never mind. I'm sorry. I'm not, not going to take it there. I'm not going to take it there. I decided not to. So uh, the, the Van TX, um, y'all service pretty much this area. I would say Galveston County. Like, do y'all go to the airport? Do y'all make runs to there? Like, Absolutely. what's your area? We we don't have an area. We we'll have really gone go all the anywhere. Way to, we picked up a group in East Bernard, Texas, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and took them down to Wharton. I mean, we go all the way up to the Woodlands. We took a group to the Woodlands concert mm-hmm. uh, last weekend to Jimmy Buffett. I believe took two groups up there. Hey, was Wait. the radio nuts for you guys? 
I saw a lot of posting around, you know, whenever it was a Houston Lifestyle show on rodeo time. Oh, the rodeo, Oh, my yeah. gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That yeah. was crazy because people were like, oh, I'm just going to take Uber. And then those, well, I had an experience the other day. My Uber kind of got lost and missed the exit. And I was like, this was only supposed to be $16. Yeah. And it's like almost 30 because I-45 construction. It's like, well, I didn't know it was supposed to exit. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You should know this, but it's okay. So that's, you know, that's the other thing. You don't have to worry about all the traffic going on right now. Let somebody else drive you around, mm-hmm. you know, and just don't don't worry about all that. Um, we also have noticed when we got off the cruise the other day, we checked Uber just to kind of see so that we always make sure that, you know, we're kind of aware of, of the other pricing. And an Uber XL to the airport was $95. Mm-hmm. Um, you can only see, what was it, five six, or six? Five or six. Five or six. Um, our rate from the cruise terminal to the airport is about 150 bucks, um, but you, you're doubling the number of people and your luggage, and so you can either spend you know 200 dollars on an Uber for two Uber XLs or 150 dollars yeah. on the van. You know, the van. And you need a lot more room, and then there's a personal. And you know touch. what it looks like, and you know mm-hmm. somebody's gonna be there waiting for you, and you know that they know where they're going, and they know how to get around traffic, and you know. We so. found out there's a thing like weddings, getting married on on cruise ships, and so there was a wedding whenever we went and filmed for the cruise giveaway. So we were, they were, we actually were sitting with them trying to sneak in, and we weren't sneaking in, but that's where they had us sit because we were getting on and then coming off. But there was a huge party, and they all came separately, and they were waiting for all these people. But if they would have been, been able to fit, then they could just all ride back together and not have to worry about parking. Right. And we had to pay for parking and, like, all, all that stuff uh, whenever we went and filmed. Yeah, it was kind of nuts. Like, like, well, where do we park? How, we're just, like, here to film. And they're like, you still owe us $30. And, <laughs> and then we had to like... walk a really long way. Like, you had like... to park, and then we was like, well, now we have to walk all the way because we were just like, well, we're just here for, like, as long as they'll uh, allow us to be here, and then we're we're off. Yeah, and Jason's been yelled at for walking across. Yeah, <laughs> walking across the little. Uh, they can get on you for not walking. Yeah, in the, he was directly definitely in the reprimanded. <laughs> yeah. They can get you down there. She's been happy with him. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about any of that in the van, which is nice. We've also noticed that when we go to other other cities and have to use Uber, uh, it's become kind of colorful sometimes, and we're super. Super glad to get home and know yeah. who our drivers are. Like the girl in Atlanta. Yeah, she was interesting. <laughs> She's very interesting, and I thought I might lose my life at one point. So oh no! Just, get a Uber. Yeah. Mm. Dang. <laughs> she had like thirty-seven beanie babies across her front dash. I'm like, how can you see? I don't Man, know. that's luxury. <laughs> that's so luxury. It's actually kind of nice. Kurt said, I've only got six. Collect- <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm driving around in my Uber in my Jeep. Oh, can you imagine if I was an Uber driver with that Jeep Compass with no AC? I'm definitely not getting a tip. <laughs> well, I, I get really- like one star rating. Buy a new car. <laughs> Buy a new car. <laughs> that's a new tip. That's the tip there. But uh, yeah, we're talking to the van TX. Check them out on social media. Uh, right now it's ten twenty four. This is Kickstart. We're going to be on till eleven. We're going to talk uh, a little bit about some of the the nonprofit work that they have going on as well. Yeah, you guys have an event coming up in August. Can you talk a little bit about what you guys are doing in August? Yeah, so we have a concert. Um, we do the Team Strong Week. We do two um, fundraisers a year. We do a golf tournament in March, and then a Texas Country Music concert in August. Um, like I said, it started for Josh Butler and the Butler family. Um, it's for ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Uh, we try to raise as much money as we can, and we do. We donate to um, ALS Research, um, a couple of organizations, and I've got a, the numbers and the list over here on my phone. But 
Um, and then we also do a lot of outreach in the community of Santa Fe. Um, all the directors grew up around Santa Fe and were raised in Santa Fe. Um, so, of course, it's, his family was also um, in education. They were teachers and coaches. Josh was actually a, the high school basketball coach when he was diagnosed back in 2010. Um, his wife is still a teacher there, his sister. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just a tight-knit group of Santa Fe folks there. And so we try to give back to the community of Santa Fe as much as possible for anything we do. So this year it's August 24th at Hack Winery, again in Santa Fe. Um, we are going to have um, David Grace opening up acoustic style. Him and a couple of guys are going to be opening up acoustic for us. And then Josh Ward, he's from um, Montgomery, Texas, I believe. He's an up-and-comer in the Texas music charts. He's got 13 number ones on the Texas music charts. And he's going to be our headliner. It's going to be an awesome He's kind of like true country music, if mm-hmm. you know, if you will. Um, it's going to be a great time. We we'll have a silent auction going on, a live auction going on. We've got uh, great stuff for the live auction and the yeah. silent auction. So it'll be a good time. It's always a great turnout. Uh, we typically have between three and four hundred people there, and the the best part about it is it's more of an intimate feeling. It's kind of an up close, personal. You're not at a a big concert venue. You're at you know a, um, a pavilion. A little. It's a smaller pavilion. Um, and it's up close and personal, so you get a whole different feel yeah. of the concert, you know, as opposed to going to the Woodlands or these bigger venues where you're kind of pushed way back. You know, it's it's super cool. The, the artists have been really great in years past. Um, it's more of an up close and personal type thing. It's a lot of fun. In the past, we've had a photo booth. or Yeah, we will have a photo um, booth again this year. Um, you know, photo booths are something else that can be pretty expensive. They, they can. I saw somebody on Talk of League City post, like, I got quoted... Eight hundred dollars for I saw that. Yeah, photo booth for however long. So we so. we name drop our our one of our drivers, the real estate guy. Um, he's great. He's been with us, you know, a couple of months after we started. So, and he's great. He's got a photo booth company as cool. well. So that's we always kind of do our. He name drops for us. So. It's called yeah. Photo of the Memory, yeah. right? Yeah, that's awesome. But he'll come and set it all up for you, and they stay there the whole time too. They don't just drop off and go. So. Yeah, yeah. She gets set up, get dressed the way you know with the. The different here toss this hat on. Oh yeah, he's got all the props beard or, and yeah, you know, all the good so. stuff. So, has it been easy, or is it important for you guys to connect with other people like him who are in that same? I guess it's kind of the same industry. I would I would say you know offering specialized services. Has it been easy? So, um, that's definitely something we would like to focus on a little bit more is being able to have all these resources for people because once you do start. Uh, you know, once you do start building relationships with people, you you find other people that need certain things, and it's nice to know what's out there in order to know what, mm-hmm. you know, which direction to send them. So we've um, just in our in our business, the van, we've you know tried to really build relationships with people that have event venues, um, that sort of thing, because we do set, we do weddings and quinceañeras, yeah. and we're both talkers. We'll talk to anybody. I, I, I'm kind of the old school um walk up to you hey how you doing here's here's a business card give me a call you know sometimes you need that when you're a business a small business owner well if you're if you're not a people person i would think that being a small business owner is hard or being Mm -hmm. a successful small business owner (laughs) is hard you know i guess anybody can own a business but yeah you just sit there and be like ah don't come in here (laughs) (laughs) exactly and the more you know and the more you're able to offer people, I mean, the easier it is to talk to people, you know, so. We've ran into that before. We don't understand this. And maybe maybe you can help us with this. 
We've had people, like, we showed up the other day at, there's this clinic nearby. Don't say the name. <clears throat> I won't say the name. <laughs> but we walked in and we're like, hey, we're shooting video for this, uh, this like, major video that's going to drop on this website. It's going to get tons and tons of views. Like, we need, we just need a shot of maybe, like, your, like, something a certain, medical. A certain you know? room. A just, certain room, yeah. you know, just, just... Well, we don't we don't really do that. Well, they, like, and I was just like, they it's called free to be fair. To be fair, they called their marketing person. The marketing person was like, they answered, "Oh, I'm about to step in a meeting. Can we come back?" You know, and it's like, well, we're really on a deadline. If it if y'all can, that's awesome. If not, we understand. You know, there's always in a bigger place where there's like a corporate. It makes sense. Like we've gone to some other places, and they're like, "Well, the owner's not here. You know, it's the weekend. Maybe come back Monday." It's like, okay, well. If we don't have time, we don't have time, but right. I understand. They don't want to right. get in trouble because if the owner, somebody sees that, you know, on, on video, whenever it drops, they're like, like who's approved this? Well, I'm, yeah. We're going to be packed. You know, th- thousands of people are going to see this. How are we going to, I don't know. It's weird <laughs> like, for us. That's it's a terrible like, problem. It's going to be so busy. Like, we're offering, like, okay, so you guys right here, you guys didn't pay to come in here. It's free advertising, you know, in a, in a way. And y'all have helped us out a lot. So and, and, you know, at the end of the day, community. y'all have invested in us. And it's we, about being a part of the community. And it's it blows my mind to this day when people still don't appreciate <laughs> He's on his little soapbox. Marketing. Hey, I understand. Pre-talk. There was this one time I was in a cupcake shop in Lake up. City, and this radio guy said something <laughs> about, hey, can I check out your bus real quick? And I was like, sure, it's dirty, but come on. I'm just, like, relaxing, <laughs> going live. Because I feel like you can't ever, like, maybe that's my mentality of, like, if they're talking about you, they're talking about you. You know, it's like, no, well, bad there's publicity no bad... is still publicity, you know? Right, yeah, so. that's the mentality I take. Yeah. So, like, if they're going to talk bad about me, then at least they're still talking about right? me. Right. <laughs> Right? Right. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Preferably they're saying good things, but you can't always have it the way you want it. Twike, you said 2010 Jeep Compass, right? But we're Still talking, talking about, about it. it. People are Dang, talking about yeah, that They car. didn't even put any effort into putting like... See, this is what it blows my mind. Okay, I'm going to get on another soapbox. It's 2010. How do you make a vehicle in 2010 with no automatic windows and no automatic locks? Like, what were you doing? True story. My niece did not know what that little hand crank was on the door one time when her dad, he traded in for a work truck and, and he got the the non-automatic windows and yeah. she asked him, dad, what is this for? They're and like, I, you know, this, this $7,000, you know, vehicle, if we add an automatic lock or automatic doors, no one's going to buy it. It's going to be 15, <laughs> automatically 15,000. It's sticking. Uh, some people make me mad. It's like when people like... Like, okay, Instagram. I'm going to get on another soapbox. <laughs> Instagram, you click on the notification when somebody goes live, and there's that little X on the battery over in the top right corner. Have you ever noticed that? Am I the only one? Yes, I've it's, seen it. It's stinking ridiculous. You are Instagram. You have how many IT people, and you can't figure that? Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. I'm done. You good? <laughs> <laughs> Let, Kurt, we're going to take a, a you breather. You do not need that Nespresso machine. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, coming up next is some Christian Stanfield, like a lion on KHEARadio.com, 99.5 FM. Stay tuned. If you're watching on Facebook, share this out. Have you heard of the van TX before? Have you used their services? Let us know in the comments. You cut off that ramp too early. I was really getting into that song. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. A little bit more. <laughs> I get that. All right. Okay, I'm done with my soapboxes for the day. I promise. Oh, these are great. Oh. <laughs> If they're not watching Facebook Live right now, they're missing out. They're missing. Great. Instagram, though, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, he's bad. <laughs> like, I don't understand. It's been that way for years. 
It still like takes forever to load correctly, and it still has that X over the I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe a 10 issue. If you are watching Instagram live, and you click on the and then like notifies you like, hey, KHEA Radio is live. Up at the top, there's an X through the battery. Does it have to be a live live or like a, a watch back on a live? Oh, live live. Okay, I'm like watching if you back. get notified and you click on the notification, like Instagram takes a little bit of time to load up. Yeah, nobody on any of my like five, one, two, three, oh, four Instagram accounts is live <laughs> right now. I'm just saying. Instagram. No, I, I know what you're saying because I see it too. There's a little X in the right yeah. corner. Get your IT people. Come on. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. I'm, Ethan now is I'm just done. shaking his head. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so can we talk a little bit more about the the nonprofit? And you mentioned a bit like why why you got involved, and that's one thing I wanted to ask. I guess again, like why is this so important for y'all to be able to you know give back and be involved? Because it'd be easy to just you know run business. You already work you know other other jobs as well. And how do you find the time? And why why is it so important? So for me personally, that, that's like I said, we kind of got a, a team together to start running. Um, and it's if you knew the Butler family, yeah, I mean they've been giving back to this, the the town, the community of Santa Fe for so long. You know, with um, teaching and basketball, and Josh was part. <clears throat> excuse me, Josh was part of the '96 uh, team basketball team that went to state, the state semifinals in Austin. He, I mean, he was the star of the team. You mm-hmm. know, he's the, the shooter. Um, and then he came back he, and coached and he came back so and coached cool. in his hometown and um that's cool they, they just give back so much to the community and it, at the time back when we first started this um he had gotten diagnosed uh, i believe we, two years before that um josh was going through a little bit of a struggle and and you know illness part that came with it um and he it became when we ran our first cross state relay it was the texas independence relay it was 220 miles from Gonzalez, Texas, wow. to the San Jacinto Monument, and Josh actually surprised us at the finish line, and man, it was just, it, it was the best feeling in the world, like, just seeing Josh there, right, and knowing the battles and the struggles that he goes through on a daily basis, and then we just, we ran this little relay, you know, I mean, it, it's, you ran, you know, I mean. Do they know what causes ALS, and what are the the, uh, the effects? So the effect, basically, I, I tell people, and I'm sure that anybody that has anybody close to them that has any kind of disease says probably the same thing, but I truly, firmly believe that ALS is the most um, gruesome, um, not, I don't know how you, is, is the nastiest, the worst of the worst when it comes to diseases or illnesses. Uh, Josh is 120%. He's the smartest guy I know. I mean, he really is. Um, his mind is 120% there, but he has no control over it. I mean, he has to have a breathing machine now. He um, has no function, no use of his arms or, or legs anymore. Um, or like I said, even his breathing, he has a breathing machine. But he is able to communicate with the technology. Part of the reason we get back so much is because of the, the technology and stuff, you know, with the research that's been going on. And I'm sure you remember the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of our quick claim to fame. We like to pretend that or say that we had a lot to do with starting it from just a charitable thing to an ALS thing. Um, back in the day, we had a special in the newspaper about it. But uh, it went big and it brought a lot of awareness and money to ALS and ALS research. And you know, with all this research and stuff, you get new chairs for the, these patients and their um, different things. And the, he's able to communicate still because of technology. Uh, he has a computer screen that has retina recognition. So he's able to move his eyes and type and then basically hit a speak button and it speaks for him. Hmm. And so he's able to talk. He, Josh does a, still to this day, he does a lot of community um, speaking. He goes into the high school basketball locker room 
talks to these guys. Santa Fe set up a Josh Butler um, night at, for a basketball home game, and he goes in the locker room pregame, talks to him, gives him a little speech. Then he goes in at halftime in the in the middle of the, the arena and gives a speech. I mean, it's crazy the things that he's able to to do with technology because of these funds for research, um, and and that's you know why we're we do what we do now um, as a team. Um, raise money and awareness so that people do keep talking about ALS and do keep it on their, kind of like we were talking about. In the forefront of their minds. Yeah. We were talking about the, you know, publicity, right? Whether it's good or bad, well, you know, talking about it, talking about ALS, it's really a good thing because it keeps people thinking about it. You know, the Ice Bucket Challenge has been over for years, but people still talk about that. Mm -hmm. People still, and and now, you know, more people know what ALS is and Lou Gehrig's disease is. It's a, it's a, it's the craziest disease that, you know I mean? Like I said, because you, he can, he can tell you, hey, man, I got a fly on my nose. Can you get it off? Because he, just to kind of give you an example of the struggles, right? He'll tell you, hey, there's a fly. And somebody will reach over and get rid of the fly. Can you imagine not being able to, yeah. like you have a fly on the tip of your nose, you see it, you feel it, and you just can't do anything about it, you know? So it's it's a cruel, cruel, cruel disease. So right now we don't have like a cure or a way to treat it? Is that correct? That, that is correct, yeah. There's just um, ways. There's, there's research and there's lots of studies going on with mm-hmm. it. Um which is why it's so important that we keep raising money and awareness for it to keep it up there. Um, yeah, it's, it's. Is that something that, like, is just somewhere in the genetics and it's random type thing, or do they know? So that, that's part of the research that they're doing is is still trying to figure it all out, right? It's been going yeah. on for years, you know. I mean, for forever. Um, but yeah, they, you know, the average life expectancy after diagnosed is two to five years. Josh was diagnosed in November of two thousand and ten. And still going strong. I mean, he's, you know, yeah, kicking butt and taking Fight, names. Fighting. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a fighter, and he's doing doing good, you know? You know, I had, um, yeah, after the, the ice bucket challenge, that brought it to the, the forefront a lot. Mm-hmm. And I remember some people, you know, were happy about it, and then some people were like, well, it's just a trend. You know, but even at the end of the day, if it is like a trend, is it still spreading awareness? What is y'all's you know, thoughts is. on that? So to— some of the things that we do to spread awareness, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, like the running thing, we go out and while we're out running these relays, you meet, I don't remember how many teams are in there, but the teams are 12 member teams. Typically that's your average is 12 people running these relays. Um, and we'll go out and we'll toss out bracelets, you know, strong one week bracelets, um, koozies, stickers, things like that. Anything to get people thinking they're like, and you know, you look down and see a bracelet and you're like, all right, let's look into this strong week thing. Let's mm-hmm. see what this is. Um, anything you can do, like you said, just to keep people thinking about it. And yeah, it's, it, the ice bucket challenge was trendy. Absolutely. But our goal is to make it ALS, not just a trend topic, a topic that's trendy. We want people to talk about it and think about it all the time and, you know, give money just like cancer or anything like that, because it is, I mean, we've given, I've got the exact numbers. Um, we've given probably $25,000 to ALS research groups these other groups that um i'm saying all this and i've got it here i also feel like you i don't know i, I don't feel like i ever used to know anybody with als and now i know several mm. people one uh, you know I, my family doctor just passed away from <clears throat> from als but um you know anytime that jason and i will do a race even if it's just the two of us out of state or out of town or wherever we wear Team Strong One Week stuff, and you know people do ask you about it. Oh, what team is that? And then you have the opportunity to to mention it and yeah. put it back on people's minds. So 
I feel, yeah, it's kind of cool that you you are able to not just because a lot of times when you think about people who are are doing nonprofit work or doing things like that, it's in their backyard. But you guys are taking it nationwide, taking it different places as well. We yeah. try, like she said. It's, <clears throat> excuse me, it's all about branding, right, and getting your name out there. And I, my wardrobe consists of strong one week, and mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I was saying <laughs> now it's strong week in the van, but I mean, my, my hats, my shirts bracelets like i said we we give out bracelets and stickers and i'll slap a sticker on a random wall in colorado while we're skiing you know go to chicago and like she said we'll wear our strong week shirts and the run one thing about the running world is it's a really tight-knit community right and so when you go out there people they're not scared to talk to people like we were talking about earlier you know they'll go out and, hey man i like that shirt what's it about you know mm-hmm. and we have our texas logo on there it stands out and they're like oh you're from texas what is strong one week hey it's a good way to talk about it and mm-hmm. get it back to your mind and and like she said, you'd be surprised. Before before I knew about Josh, about ALS through Josh, <clears throat> you know, I didn't know anybody with ALS. And, and now, like she said, we have, there's so many people in the community that are like, oh, my brother, my cousin, my aunt, my dad, my mom, whoever, they were diagnosed with ALS. And I, or I lost this family friend to ALS or something, you know, and mm-hmm. it's, that's what really, you don't hear about it. It's not a popular disease, so to say. Right. It's not cancer. It's not. Yeah. And one thing, and one thing that I noticed too, I know last year, one thing we need are sponsors for our event. Um, mm-hmm. We we always need sponsors, and um, there's different levels of sponsorship. If you want to give money to help out, or if you want to donate auction items, whether they're the uh, any small items for the silent auction, all the way up to large items. Um, in the past, we've had either fishing trips or like restaurant gift baskets you know that's one thing places like cupcake cache and Mm -hmm. um sloppy nicks deli and you know we we hit up a lot of places over there and they were also generous but in that search um somebody uh when i contacted um floyd's restaurant they said oh you know we'd love to help with anything um, when it comes to als awareness because we have one of our you know near and dear friends have been affected by als so you, you know you you hear about it more almost i think or I don't know. The awareness is there, and whatever's whatever's been happening, whether it's here locally or across the nation, has been helping because, you know, like you mentioned, you it's not something we ever used to hear about, and now it's it's started to come to the forefront of our minds. So. What is what is the the scene like in Houston with that? Is there a lot of events that happen in Houston in the Houston area that can help promote some of this stuff? So ALS Texas, um, they have they they get with a lot of smaller organizations and and they kind of promote the events there's always something you know going on like even with all the races so we'll talk about the houston marathon the houston marathon has um they have an als of texas um team basically if you raise x amount of money you know it gives you an incentive you raise x amount of money for als texas you get you know that you're on the team it's an in, a guaranteed entry which some people you know can't get a guaranteed entry they get entered into the race they have vip area they have a a dinner social the night before for only these ALS um, Texas runners or whatnot. Um, but yeah, there's, you know, we try to do our couple of events a year. And then there's, like I said, poker games. I, I get emails about <clears throat> poker games and uh, casino nights, things like that. Runs, a lot of 5Ks, 10Ks, things like that. All right. Let's, uh, let's make this switch back over in nine seconds. Here we go. Good morning. This is KGA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. It is 1044. We're talking to the Van TX, and we're also talking about Strong, When, Weak. You know, this is a, a really 
awesome foundation on a local level. It's raising uh, some funds on for a great cause. I love the Strong One Week um, piece. How did that come about? So Josh, um, that's his Twitter handle, um, was at Strong One Week. And I'm going to quote it. I believe it's Second Corinthians. They might be able to help you out with that. Uh, yeah. Um, it, it did come from a Bible verse for when I'm weak, then I'm strong, I believe. Yeah, um, that's that's kind of, when I think of that, that's that's the verse. I don't know if that's the exact verse, but that's what I, I think of is the verse, when I'm strong, you know. For when I'm weak, then I'm strong, I believe. Josh Josh took took that to heart, you know, whenever he first started battling ALS, and that he created this Twitter handle, at Strong One Week. And um, so we, as the running group, were like, hey, we like it, Team Strong One Week, you know. But our nonprofit, is the 501c3, it is strong one week i feel like that's perfect for marathon running though because i feel like (laughs) if i even like ran like two blocks like i'm already weak (laughs) and i need the strength were y'all runners before did y'all have a passion and a love for for running and 5ks and marathons and and relays Uh, i personally started running um smaller race 5ks and whatnot shortly there before and then literally right before we decided to create this running team and Mm -hmm. then um, Josh created the organization. Um, we, I, I was running little small races and then came across this uh, Texas Independence Relay thing and text a couple of buddies and they're like, hey, let's run this for Josh. And Are you familiar with the, with the relay like that? I don't think so. So it's overnight. Okay. And you, Somebody's ahead, running man. nonstop. Yeah. So everybody starts, it's a staggered start and you run from somewhere to the other place. We've done... Um, Gonzales, Texas, to the San Jacinto Monument, which is 200 miles, I believe. How many and, hours is that? How long does that so take? It depends. Like we're not we're not runners per se. Like the runner runner that runs a six minute mile. You we're know, not doing it competitively. Yeah, we're not the competitive <laughs> team. We got there again to raise money and awareness for ALS, and um, that's more of an awareness event. And now Strong Week sponsors our team, so we can go out and hand out um, business cards and, and bracelets and stickers and things like that to get people thinking about it. Um, so ours is like. We're normally around the 30 to 35 hour range for the 200 mile race. You know, Kurt, you usually tell runners, like especially marathon runners and relay runners and ultra runners and everything, like, you know, you don't have to run. Nobody's yeah. forcing you. But whenever you when have. When I was young, you know, we were forced to have to, to yeah. run a mile. And then I felt like people were like, oh, I still got to do this. Like, no, you're an adult now. You don't, you're not in PE class. So, so this, this you know, one's kind of cool, though. It makes it fun. Like, you, you have a, a team cause. of 12, right? Yeah. There's a team of 12. And. So the years, the last couple of years, we've done a, a co-ed team. So we have most of the time it's six husbands, six wives, or it's six ladies that are involved with, you know, the organization and six men that are involved in the organization in some way, shape, or form. We get together. There's two vans. I mean, not our, <laughs> not the van, two, but yeah, two, two vans, right? Two of the the white, um, like a shuttle van, shuttle van type yeah. things with bench seats. And you literally, it's it's almost like an overnight camping trip in a van, Ooh, except so for fun. except for every. <laughs> 10th or 11th hour you're waking up or you're getting out there and you're running anywhere from three and a half four miles up to like six miles you're running that quote-unquote leg so you run your leg and, and your then legs you're anywhere from like two to seven miles depending on the difficulty and then you're cheering on your teammates and mm-hmm. between all that you have like i said between 10 and 12 hours like to a big rest. sleepover then you're yeah. like 
okay, now, so I need to sleep sometime. I need to eat sometime. You don't eat much. But you don't know if you need to sleep, and you don't know if you need to eat. Because you don't know it's when like, your turn is. Because you don't is. know. Well, no, you, you just, just don't know. You just you don't know what's going on with your body. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy, but it's fun. It you is run, a lot of fun. You run three legs each. You know, the way I, I thought it was going in my head is like, okay, here's what we're, we're going to do. We're going to drive there, and I'm going to drop somebody on the side of the road. I'll see you when I see you. And then we'll go like That's <laughs> oh, yeah. how it is. 10 miles, and you, there's a baton, and it's just like. So there's a slap bracelet. We use a slap bracelet instead of a baton. That is your baton is a slap bracelet but it's pre-marked yeah distances exactly and those things fly off all the time when you go to slap it somebody's like i'm just tired and they try to slap it on your wrist and it goes flying and i'm only running two blocks so <laughs> then it's somebody else's turn somebody else's turn okay so you can meet us at the finish line next year and you can there is there's the ending that's like a tenth of a mile which is you know i can run a tenth could, of a mile that. so we uh we were videoing a guy who was just running for fun you know because they do they are out there you know, <laughs> you don't even know if he had a cause. It was a Saturday morning, and we're like, it's kind of early. Like we we're like, why are we awake? And this guy, twenty six point two shirt on, just yeah. like doing the thing. And we're like, that guy has it together. You know, like we need to feature him in the video. So Kurtz actually has his camera, and he has a gimbal, so it balances. So he's like running full speed. This guy's like barely jogging. And Kurtz like ah, you know, like trying to chase him down. But the shot looks great. And I was he came back, back, and he was like, oh, broken I, was like, I pulled a hamstring. <laughs> Y'all made me run. I need more, more for this. Yeah. But you know, you always ask, like, why, you know, you don't have to run. But whenever there's a cause, it kind of shows some people have motivation. There's a cause, and that's why they do what they do, you know, and it could be personal. And then sometimes people have, you know, a team and they're out there to put in some work and some, uh, get some. You know, recognition, get some, spread some awareness. Well, I'll say this: you ask if we were runners before, and mm-hmm. I had, I had been a runner a few miles, you know, that sort of thing for exercise purposes. Um, but that yeah. was about it. And then when I met Jason, and when I met the team, and when I met the Butlers, um, I think I was like a fill-in for the the first relay that I ran, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, okay, yeah, I can, I can maybe do that. And I, I maybe did it, kind of. And um, but, but I'll, I will say this: you know, when you have that purpose in mind, it is completely different. I mean, I literally remember running and having uh, Josh in my head, like I'm running and I'm able to run and he would give anything to be able to run and then you're able to run. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? You can kind of make it through any of that. Or those texts from Jen, his wife at two in the morning, you know, just about, um, you know, her heart and where she's at and where they're at is just enough to make you be able to get get through anything it, yeah. it really is and so. on that josh will and i'll tell you he'll sit up when we run these relays josh sits up overnight and he'll send out messages through facebook wow. or and he'll middle it'd be 2 30 in the morning three o'clock in the morning i mean we're it's raining on us we're all exhausted trying to finish up knowing that the sun's about to bear down on us and he's like he'll send a motivational text i'll be like hey guys you know this means the world to me thank y'all whatever it is you know uh keep going keep you know this is strong one week you know and things like that and and it, it does. It really does. Like she said, it, it, it'll make gotcha. you get through anything. There you were four of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, sometimes we take stuff for granted. Absolutely. And oh, that sure. those are the things that go through your mind when you're, you know, running up, up a hill or in the heat or, you know, what, whatever. Yeah. Because we have problems and you're like, oh, it's the biggest problem in the world. When you <laughs> right. just take a step back and right. look at it, it's like, mm-hmm. wow. You know, just be, you know, I'm going to try and find, you know. Be grateful for what I, I do Absolutely. have. Even the problems that you have. Because there's somebody out there with bigger ones yeah. that for wish sure. they had your problems. For sure. That fly story is the one that I keep in my head all the time. We were there at his house and he had a fly on his nose and couldn't do anything about it. And he had to tell somebody, you know, can you just imagine how 
flies are pesky, right? All the time. Can you like, imagine oh my how goodness. demoralizing that is, too? Like, I feel like if I have to, I don't like asking for help a right. lot, you know? And so if, if that's the situation, like, hey, I can't do this. Come help me. Like, oh, man. I, you're, just, you're right. I With my broken thumb, I've had to ask my husband for a little bit of help lately. And, you know, I, I've tried to be like, oh, I can do it myself. Oh, but I can't. So, yeah, you're right. I can't even imagine not being able to. You know, to, to live that every every day, day in and day out. I will say Josh is the strongest and smartest man I know. But I mean, just hands down, without a doubt. I mean, he is just as wise as they come, as smart as they come. You want to talk about a topic? I mean, he get, he'd sit there and talk to you all day long about it and tell you all mm-hmm. about it. And it's, he's funny. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. <clears throat> and you, know, you guys have you guys have apparel and stuff. Can you guys buy, like if we wanted to support the cause? Can we buy? You know, T-shirts or st- window stickers or stuff like that. We have at our event coming up um, in August on the 24th at Hack Winery. There, um, we've got a, a great booth for merchandise, and you can get all. You know, we'll try to do new stuff every year, so new shirts, new hats, new bracelets, um, that sort of stuff. So, can I get a, a, a car sticker that says "Strong One Week" so that I can put it on the back of my car? Absolutely, Absolutely. it'll make that thing so much more valuable. Oh, I'm just right. saying. I but but it also, it will be a good reminder that my car might be weak, but it will get That's through. It. It's it a will fighter. Get through. It's a fighter. Hopefully through summer. Watch the AC starts working after like <laughs> the weather we put, drops. October. We, we like, put the sticker on it, and the AC works. I'm sure we can get y'all some merch. I, I know a guy. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> Who do y'all use? No, I was talking about our. our I was talking about the, the, ourselves. The, our he knows himself. I, know, oh. I know a guy. So y'all do y'all's own. Uh, we we come up with our own places. stuff. Yeah, we use different companies, but we come up with. I mean, we had a meeting what's today? Friday. We had a meeting Wednesday night, and that's one of the things we were talking about. Cool. Um, how do we want to? What shirt design do we want to use? Do we want to? What if we tried this? What if we tried that? A little brainstorming. And yeah. Josh, uh, he's he's been doing it the last few years. He'll take what the designs that he comes up with, or whoever comes up with. Um, typically, it's him, and he'll use a website, design them on there, and then order them wow. and to be shipped to the house and. We'll have merch. Very there cool. There is a Facebook page, so uh, it's Team Strong and Week, and you can kind of see all the different stuff on there. Is this strong? Uh, is there a hashtag before Strong there and Week? There is. Okay, so we did I, that I posted for it. social media purposes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We we, so yeah, if you do at Team Strong and Week, it pops up. But uh, if you look in our Facebook comments, if you're watching, you can go check it out. Click the link and see how you can get involved. Right now, it's ten fifty-four. We have a couple minutes left before we end the show today. I do want to say one of the things that I think would be really cool is if you guys had a booth to sell some of your apparel at the taco cook-off that we haven't officially announced yet, but it's going to be October 12th. So keep that that in mind. We can definitely do that. All right. For sure. Is there anything else y'all would like to share while y'all are here today? Um, Like she said, we're always looking for sponsors, donors, and volunteers, even just volunteers um, to come out to the event and, you know, whether it be taking tickets or... Helping with set the booth up, or set up down. or tear down or anything like that. That's... And if you have, if if anybody's got a business, um, whether it's a small business or you know they they sell things, make things, mm-hmm. whatever. If they've got items um, or packages that they want to donate for the live and silent auctions, um, that would be awesome. We would really appreciate that. Is it going to so. be online too? Because we went somewhere the other day and they had an online auction for the the silent one, and Kurt got mad. We do. It's a uh, hand bid. It's through hand bid. Okay. The, there's an app, a hand Kirk bid app. might get on his IT rant. Yeah. Uh, about now. I'm just mad because the best part is being able to, to sign up for the silent auction and stand there with your arms closed <laughs> and be like, don't touch it. Are you going to really do that? I think it's that? people like you that they started this for, you know? <laughs> He's like, these I cupcake never, cachets I never mine. win. I never win anymore. Because- so hand bid. Do it on hand bid. You can, you can sit there on your phone 
in your 2010 Jeep <laughs> Compass, and uh, you can you can literally sit there and bid, and you can out and you can even put it down and do your arms crossed if you want. But it doesn't work. They still they, they can't see the intimidation, and so I put the bid down, and then they $1. put another well, bid on top like of it. Well, then it sounds like you need the live auction. Wait. Just get involved in the live auction and Selfie be it. one of those crazy Selfie live auctions. Selfie auction. it and post that. <laughs> post Play. that as the bid. If you're, if you're bidding against me, this is what you have, and, and do your <laughs> intimidation phase. Yeah, that may not work. <laughs> no, I see how the benefit benefits the the organizations, and you know, like you don't want to. I I get that. Are you the person who's trying to drive up the bid? And you're like, hopefully somebody bids over me because this is no. my last one hundred dollars. <laughs> Funny please story. Come out. <laughs> Funny story. My dad was gonna buy this uh, gas station. You know, my dad owned a gas station when I was young, and yeah. uh, he went down to like he didn't even know. Like he showed up that day, and he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna buy. Gas station like today. It was an it was an auction, yeah. right? So he started. He actually worked for the gas station when he was in high school, and so it was kind of like that moment. This is how he tells it, anyways. But he was like, <laughs> "I started bidding, and nobody else was bidding, and so the owner's son started bidding against me, and was driving up the price of it. And so one time he just like stopped. He's like, "I, I see what you're doing. I, I finally catch on." So he stopped. And waited into the last minute. He's like, you want this? Do you want to get stuck with this? And then finally did it. And that was the last time the guy bid on it. It makes sense how to do it it's sometimes. Awesome. It's a mind game. Those, ca- those Caspers, there's some some fly <laughs> guys. got to watch out sometimes. Wow. Well, thank you again. You know, Shout out to the Van TX for, for hooking us up and our, our cruise giveaway winner with that trip. It's going to be later this year in September. And you know, thank you for all you all do in the community as well. And it, I think it's, it's a great, you know, strong one week as well. Thank y'all. Thank, Thank y'all you for having, having us. us. Absolutely. Talking about our event. Kurt, Monday. We got a busy day again today, and, and Monday's going to be good. Monday, we're dropping the video for the city of Lamarck. Plus, we're talking to Petrified Eyes. We haven't talked to her in a very long time. Petra. Petra. Get my lashes done. Get our lashes done. And so we got a busy day planned for Monday. We're going to be dropping a new Shine on Lamarck as well. So it's like double Lamarck videos on Monday for you. Sorry, not sorry. Hey, we have a meeting with one of our favorite people in the entire world, Mr. Alan Hutchins with A&A Machine and Fabrication. If you want to go to – where are we going today? Oh, lunch! We're going I to- forgot about this. <laughs> oh, I love lunch, especially yeah. when it's at Beyond Burger. Ooh, yeah. I almost forgot. You, you almost – my mind was not even there. Thank you for the reminder. You're, wel- you're welcome. I appreciate it. Hey, y'all have a blessed weekend. Be good. Do something good this weekend. <clears throat> yes. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys on Monday, 830, 99.5 FM. This is KHGA Radio. You can listen to us 24 hours a day, seven days a week on 99.5 FM and KHGARadio.com. Coming up next is United. Not today on KHGARadio.com. Be blessed. You got mad I was stealing your ramp. Yeah, I did. Bye, Facebook. <laughs> Bye. See ya. So the ramp, like, so the ramp, like, so the ramp, like, so the ramp, like, so the ramp, like.